Hey guys, good morning. Welcome to Friday, May 5th, the show before the show. I'm still getting ready here. Um, Hope everybody's doing well. Lizzie Sparks in studio with us today. Lizzie, how are you doing running three chat lines at the same time? Oh, how we can regulate the show when people listen, when people don't, which platform they listen on. And Rumble's really um, picking up steam. It is. Yeah, it It is. I I had a feeling it would. It's interesting. I mean, it's what everybody's flavor is. That's for sure. We appreciate. Hey, we just want people to join us and we appreciate it. Absolutely. The best chat is still on Facebook, but all the numbers are going way up. Angie, Mary, Karen, good morning. Mary says, got my notification sound and I'm out walking on this cloudy morning. I come in when it's dark, dark 30. As you guys know, try to work out. Um, I thought it's supposed to be a pretty nice day in the St. Louis area. I think it is. I think it's supposed to be sunny and not rain. Like it's looking pretty said. gloomy out there right now. It, it all depends. I, we got listeners all around the country. We know that. But anyway, um, as we get ready to get things going, um, we've got news today. It's a par- <laughs> it's a paranormal uh, free for all conspiracy theory Friday, and we'll get into that with dinosaurs and dinosaur bones. It's now developed whether dinosaurs were real with one of my co-hosts to whether you can actually call dinosaur bones bones into the mud people (laughs) from mud fossils and giants. I I don't know where she's going with that. Um, She'll get into all of that. But we've got Pete McAvicky. He's kind of a big deal when it comes... He is the end-all, end-all when it comes to the Chicago Field Museum... Uh, paleontologist. Um, it's it's funny. I, I joke about this sometimes, Lizzie, but um, I made world news with this story. It was the first dinosaur ever discovered in the state of Missouri, and it was a new species. This was like two and a half, three years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we went worldwide, and then I made worldwide headlines two years later. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they're both dinosaurs yeah. now anyway, so it's all so, good. So we're going to catch up with Pete McAvicky, and I don't know Akiko's last name. She's a field preparer, but she's actually out in the fields um, doing the digs. And that dig's going on in the, because they found so many more um, what are, quote, fossils, bones, creatures mm-hmm. that were there because um, there was water one point in time down in like near Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Just fascinating stuff. It really is fascinating. Um, but we're going to talk We're gonna talk with them, catch up with them at 8.30. Um, can't wait uh, to talk to them today. And then, of course, we got Kim Gardner news we'll get into. Uh, it's just interesting. I, I've never believed in piling on people when bad things happen um, at any point in my life. And I try not to. I mean, and I know what it's like, too, to have people try to pile on you. Um, but I do think we know the full story with Kim Gardner. I think so, too. And it's been and going on for man, so long. We'll get into that. Yeah, it's just um, hope everybody's doing well. Cinco de Mayo. It's not, a, it's not a Mexican holiday. It's an American holiday that we make up. Americans are good at partying. We're good at drinking. We sure like that. Um, so anyway, good morning, everybody. As we kind of get things kicking this morning, Lizzie's in studio. So am I. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Drinko, happy Cinco de Drinko Day. I've, I've, <laughs> I've heard that before as well. Um, Angie says, if you see those giant horses back in the day, um, I, I don't know. Like Clydesdale Lask, I don't think I have. Um, anyway, just look for We have fun on Fridays. If you guys have anything else that's going on, let us know. Robert's already texting me. Um, he's, oh my gosh, I've got from Chat GPT. It's kind of a free for all. He asked it questions. 
Um, we'll get into uh, some of the information there. Thank you, Robert, for sending that to me. I appreciate it. Um, anyway, we continue to move forward. Um, I, I talked to um, a beer company yesterday. It's interesting. Their ad, when they do these advertising, it's all done at the national level, by the way. It's nothing regional. Nothing with any of these beer companies. Bud Light's in a world of hurt again still. I mean, like massively. Um, I talked with it, and I'll get into it a little later. I had a conversation with a, with a, with a Miller Light um, guy yesterday, and he's like, they're so busy. <laughs> oh, I, like, bet. I bet they are. He was like, for once, we're number one. We're winning, and we're doing what we've always done. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's fascinating when you hear some of the stories. Um, because I was like, do you want to come on and talk? And he's like, oh no, we're just keeping our heads down and continuing to, uh, do what we need to do. Um, let it ride. <laughs> let it. <laughs> they did. You know, it's funny though. Miller did, in my humble opinion, have the best ad campaign of all time, of all time. Um, do you, and Lizzie, I don't know if you remember, but they had, they had big time celebrities. All these athletes taste great. Less yes, filling. Less filling. Tastes great. Less, less filling. filling. I mean, so they do have it in their uh, their makeup, so to speak, to be great. They were great with their advertising right. at one point in time. But those were the days. Tastes great. Less filling. <laughs> yeah. Tim says it's beer 30 somewhere. My brother. Good to hear from you. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Angie. Uh, thankfully, people jumping in on the show today. Uh, we're going to have some fun. We get so serious. We do have to get a serious topic because, as we said, it always seems like it's the Friday news dump or something happens. Late in on Friday, heading into the weekend, um, as we get into Kim Gardner stuff, if anything else is going on, just let us know. We'll do our best to uh, keep everything else going on with that. Um, oh, that is interesting. I got a, a yeah. Well, well, well I'll, Kevin, I appreciate that text. I can say because he told me. I, I'll, I'll get into it. There was also an influential local attorney um, who might have had to uh, be deposed, and that would not have been good for one Miss Gardner as well. I don't know if she wouldn't have handled <laughs> deal with that stuff as well. Um, anyway, we got a lot of it's Kentucky Derby weekend as well. Um, we got a Kentucky Derby party. I'll tell you about two. You find out the description in our headline. Oh, look at you. And you go to our description. It's at Herbie's and Clayton. Um, anyway, it's a chance for people to jump in. Hey, Heather, good morning to you. By the way, we're, we've been doing the show before the show, just kind of as we get ready. Thanks, Joe. You rock pro Joe. Thank you for getting that in there. It's in the description. You click on the link. Uh, it's a terrific party. It really is. Um, and for charity for a local high school, which is fantastic as well. Um, oh, I was looking through. Eric's girlfriend, Christy, just posted a picture of the new goat that Eric got. Uh, oh. For, for Christy, so. Spectre. Spectre. Spectre the goat. I'll send that pic. That's Spectre the goat. Aw. Yeah, did it ran it run away? It ran away already? I Are think you so. serious? Yeah. Seriously? He got it back. Did he put that He's in the like chat? Did he put that in the chat line? No, it ended up on some how like you, animal. How do we find. know that it People ran? on Facebook were like, "I found a goat." Yeah, and it had a pic that same picture, and it was on like an animal site. So I don't know if it was a joke it was or not. Like a lost goat site. And you just assumed that was Eric's girlfriend's. Well, we know it. Was. We know it was because it's the same picture you just posted. Oh my god! Now we don't know if the goat was really missing. When did this happen? 
two days ago. He didn't tell us this. No, he didn't tell us. Doesn't he call that omitting? (laughs) Omitting the truth that Spectre was missing? I wouldn't have been able to sleep Don't give me that look. You got a look on your eyes. You got battle look eyes. On your eyes. I'm waiting for you to call me out for putting lipstick on. Oh, no, no. We don't get to see it. It's Well, when she gets on camera, everybody, you should see Well, you should never She's call out something for viewers so that they good. can't see. So that's my fault. I, I'd love to have you on putting your... I, it's the Tabitha Hassel makeup. All that right, would we gotta, be good. That would be fun. All right. We got to get going. Uh, it's Friday. We had a longer show before the show. Um, I feel like I should have a uh, strawberry frozen margarita in front of me right me now. Me too. But like me. Y- you made me not day drink, morning drink on my birthday, Lizzie, and that was a long ass day. But I, I was bet. still standing at about drinking. 11 o'clock that night. All right, Projo, let's get to it. Time to start the show. Hey guys, welcome back in. It is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust. You see Lizzie Sparks on the screen. Tabitha Hassel, get you ready to rock and roll, Tabitha? It's the real show? It, yeah, oh it's God. the real show. Dude, we... I thought you were still in the practice, like the fun show. I, we so need to make a whole lot more money so we can keep you here full time. Because I feel bad for you working your ass off. You're all over the place. Well, sometimes you you're do your little entry, so I didn't want to get in your way. Tabitha Hassel. In her spicy red today. I come in. I don't know what's going on. You I look walk so in. good in red. You do. So pretty. Well, so thank pretty you. Tab. Oh. <laughs> Bro Joe's here. Eric. Well, I, I don't think he's looking. The goat. We found the goat. So he's good there. So that's a good thing. I'm Vic Faust. Glad you're joining us for Cancel This. CancelThisShow.com. Of course, Monday through Friday live. 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our site. CancelThisShow.com. You can check out all of our original content. Um, I do see people going back liking and re-watching and watching some of our content from two, three months ago. We try to make it evergreen. Uh, a lot of those subjects um, are evergreen. And they're important. That's what we try to do when we pick out the subjects. But on Fridays... We have more fun. We let it down a little bit. Um, Although, we'll do that at 8.30 today. We'll talk dinosaurs. Are they real? Are bones real? What are the fossil situations? What? what? Go ahead. What are mud fossils (laughs) that created the giants that roamed the earth one day? Am I doing a good job? You are doing a great job. (laughs) And the Uh, goal is, is if you can prove through the process of fossilization that dinosaurs are real, then we can also prove through the process of fossilization that mud fossils are real. Okay. That I can't, giants once roamed the earth. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I love it. And that's what our free-for-all Fridays are about. We do have some seriousness to get into. Anyway, so we've got uh, Pete Makovicki uh, from the Field Museum of Chicago. They're the end-all, end-all. Pete's considered to be the end-all, end-all from paleontologist in the country. Looking forward to that. It is a free-for-all. By the way, next Friday, doing research working on a guest he sent me some information back he didn't commit yet but i think we'll get him um to flat earth versus the earth we know about and that's what the free for all you weren't laughing about that when we had the woman in here who says she channels aliens i i I judge no one you know that was a judge laugh I judge no one. I think that people, if you came and told me right now that you were abducted by aliens last night, and when you woke up this morning, you had this white shirt on, because I've never seen you wear white before, 
And I would be like, all right, Vic, tell me about it. Well, and that's the secret story I have coming up that I was just telling Say Vic what? about. And has something to do with aliens and a local politician. So mm. that's going to be good. Stop it. Are you serious? I am Lizzie? dead serious. Yes. Dead serious. <laughs> it's going to be some good stuff. Tab, as soon as I would mention it to her, she knows what I'm talking about, but she doesn't know who I'm talking about yet. I don't yet. But I'll tell you what, I know a local politician. It's probably not the same one. Who has seen UFOs in Bush Wildlife Area? Yeah, you brought that up before, too. Yeah, I don't think it's the same person. It's probably not. Uh, before we show you our partners, I wanted to single them out, too. First of all, we talked about the Kentucky Derby. Um, big Kentucky Derby party. You go into the description for today's show on any of our platforms. You can click the link. Um, it's Bobby's 19th Kentucky Derby party. It'll be at Herbie's and Clayton. Awesome day. Awesome event. Uh, the money. Uh, goes to a good cause for charity. You also get two mint juleps and their famous flatbreads. And we're, we're just promoting the heck out of that. We appreciate that. Kentucky Derby tomorrow, Cinco de Mayo today. Also, we special uh, we specialize and focus on complete auto body repair. Curtis Barks crew, if you need anything done with your cars as a show sponsor, we're grateful for them being a part of the show. Um, uh, Alex was there yesterday with his vehicle. Lizzie's daughter's been there. Lots of people. Let them know you heard about them from canceltheshow.com. Also, special thanks to Renewal by Anderson. They uh, the, it, they are the end-all, end-all when it comes to any windows. Uh, we've had two people already that we know of that have uh, gotten, um, um, let's see, quotes. So people are jumping in. Um, you can't go wrong with Renewal. Check them out. Go to our website, canceltheshow.com. Their website's there. You can click on, fill out a quick uh, little link, or you can give them a call. Same thing as well. Uh, for the Friday, we're ready to start, but we're going to give you a look at our partners first. Here it is. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Kathy O'Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314 276 sold. That's 314 276 7653 or Find her online at experience-re.com. Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Wenties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. 
As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Hey guys, welcome in. It's Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. We appreciate everybody jumping in on this free-for-all. Paranormal, anything goes, conspiracy theory, Friday coming up at 8.30 in about 20 minutes. We are going to have the dinosaur discussion. Why dinosaurs are real or not, why bones exist or not, mud fossils, Tabitha, it says it's very important to talk about. We're going to get into mud fossils and how they have a connection to giants. I can't wait for all of that, but... Uh, and later in the show, we'll talk about the Bud Light situation, which isn't so great. Uh, real quick before we get in, I wanted to show you the goat. Joe, did you have the goat picture that I sent you by chance? There's the goat. There's Spectre. Sweet Spectre. Spectre making friends. Love it. In the heartland of America. That dog. I wish I could see the dog's face. <laughs> so sweet. The goat Spectre was lost, but Spectre has been found. And oh, Christy. Oh, Christy's on. Hi, Christy. Yeah, we saw that as well. Your baby. Hey, guys, we appreciate you jumping in, liking, subscribing, sharing the shows. Uh, of course, passing on any stars that you may, if you know of any other advertisers, sp uh, sponsors, uh, donations, things of that nature. We appreciate it when you jump in. Okay, big news, national story. And it was bigger because. Obviously, we broadcast out of the St. Louis, Missouri area, Strategic Air Services, in the Chesterfield Valley, but it became a national story because I don't remember a situation like this, and please let me know if it has happened somewhere else. The Attorney General, of course, went after the circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, for a lack of doing her job, and there was tons of evidence, and it was building, it was mounting, uh, circuit attorney's assistance leaving one attorney was assigned over 500 cases we all know about um the the, uh, the sweet girl from tennessee just walking to a, a hotel on the streets in st louis lost her legs in a crash because a car hit her guy should have been in prison shouldn't have been driving uh you know the stories with kim gardner um uh, then um, an audit was coming of her office on top of that. A well-known influential attorney who may come on this show from time to time was set to be deposed. Um, all of these things adding up against Kim Gardner. Uh, unfortunately, one thing we didn't see from Kim Gardner this entire time was any remorse. When you screw up, apologize. If something's not going well, admit it. Just, just go with it. If it's not working, go. So Kim was the worst by far circuit attorney the city of St. Louis has ever, maybe in the country. I'm not kidding. When you look at what has happened of murderers literally going free, assistant attorneys not even showing up for court 
for murder cases. Then we find out she was taking nursing classes, and then she was going to have to get into all of that. She was going to have to give information. You can't do that when you're a circuit attorney. So instead of facing the music, um, there, there are literally people who said, she will never quit. Never, including people that joined this show. You're wrong. She quit. I didn't think she'd ever quit. I figured they would have to fire her and drag her out uh, by her hair before she would ever leave that office. I, I really did. I never thought she would quit. I didn't either until recently, but one of my kids works for the AG, and she said that Andrew Bailey was going to put on the heat so bad that she'd have no option but to quit. And yeah. unfortunate. And here's the thing: you never. I, I've, I'll say it again. I don't think you should ever pile on because it's human nature. Let's go pile on somebody. Right. No, but this is about safety. I'm telling you, lives will be saved. Lives will be saved. Now it's up to Governor Parson. He gets to choose her replacement. She leaves June one, if not before then. And for that standpoint, um, Kim's getting out, and hopefully this ends the worst time. And it's, a, it's really unfortunate because the citizens of St. Louis who actually went out and voted were all excited about voting. The first black female um, circuit attorney. Yeah, that sounds really nice. But if you can't do the job, yeah, that's a problem. And it looks really bad upon the citizens of St. Louis who voted her in twice knowing how bad of a job she was doing. Now, Vic, since today is Friday mm -hmm. and we're talking about fossils, mm -hmm. do we have the photo of her in her nurse's uniform? No, I, I, don't, I didn't want to do that. Oh, I well, think we I should. sure don't know I why. I, I, do, I don't. Great. Well, I, I know you don't want to be mean. I don't like to pile on people. Not when they're responsible for the deaths of so many. This people. is the one time I think you can pile on because I mean, people lost their legs. They lost their no, lives. I get it. No, they she did. Ran, she did mean things to a different politician. I don't feel sorry for her one single Me bit. And either. I never thought she would leave that office until I heard she was taking those nursing classes. And yes. I'm like, okay, okay. Can you pull up? She's, do you have it on your she's text coming line? Up with with a, a second it. plan she knows what's in store for her she wouldn't she be knows. taking those classes i don't you know i don't like to be mean to people and i and vic like you said i don't like to pile on people either no but not if there's at all. anyone does, that deserves it it's someone like kim gardner who unfortunately is is really it's her fault because she's not yes. prosecuting violent criminals the, she leaves the violent criminals out on the streets to murder again so um there's that situation. We heard two nights ago, uh, the first time that I heard that she was quitting, quitting, I repeat, quitting. She's quitting the job. So she quit on St. Louis. She sure did. Because you need, she quit. Okay, she quit. She's, oh my God. She didn't get fired. Oh my Say God. hello to Nurse so Kim, everybody. <laughs> cute in that little nursing outfit. She sure oh does. My God. Okay. That's what you're going to be waking up to, folks. Are you not entertained? <laughs> There you go, Tabitha. You win. Could you imagine him, her walking into your hospital room? You're down there at Big Barnes, and all of a sudden she walks in. I would be scared. I would be scared too. I would be really scared. My son said nobody would know who she is because her face is never around, and unless you're into the political world, you wouldn't recognize her. But I'm like, yeah, oh, I think I you would. would. <laughs> I would too. Okay, here's the thing. I witnessed this firsthand a few years ago. I stood, and I've told, I told you guys before, as a person. Kim Gardner was a nice person. I've told you guys this. Yeah, I got to know her. I got that has nothing to do with the job. Okay. I got along with Kim very well. One thing though, we were down doing a press conference with Kim uh, in the St. Louis, Missouri area. 
and I think this is unprecedented. It became a national story all over the place. I mean, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, uh, OAN, Newsmax, people are covering the story because they are. you're talking about an AG, a white Republican AG in a red state going after a elected African-American woman in the city of St. Louis, hardcore Democrat, for not doing her job, and she quit. That was great. <laughs> I mean, Wonderful. so what does that tell you what was actually going on, the evidence mounting? You don't quit, especially when you have the kind of vocal support. I won't say the majority of support, but the vocal support of the community leaders. Because when I was covering a situation a few years ago, us reporters and anchors were just standing there and we were chanted at and yelled at by her supporters. Be fair to Kim. Be as mm-hmm. if we were, I'm like, we're just here covering a story and you lie be, about be Kim. Be fair to Kim. Well, be guess fair, what? Right? Guess I'm what? Sure parents if Kim was doing everything thing. right, if these Soros funded prosecutors and all these liberal blue cities were doing everything right, do you really think that you'd have people like Kim quit? No. And I th- it sets a precedent. It, I mean, maybe Missouri's makeup is different than many other states because it is a red state. Let's be real. It's a red state. There's not one Democrat in an elected office in the state of Missouri right now. But they went after her on merit and she quit. It didn't even go, go to court. I mean, how could she deny it? She knew that she was getting to a point where she could no longer deny it. But, you know, I do have one positive thing to say about old Kimmy is she is very honest with her beliefs. That is true. She doesn't I hide. that. She doesn't try when she, we, and somebody, Vic, messaged me the other day and asked for the interview, and I don't know where it is, but she interviewed with us, and I flat out asked her, did you take money from George Soros? And she was very honest, saying, yeah. yes, I did. About two and a half years ago. I, and I said, do you have to follow the narrative of George Soros and his liberal policies because you took his money? She said, yes, I do. I mean, she was very, very honest And about compared it. Republicans to taking money and, at the time from the Koch And brothers. she did. And I will give cr- her credit for that. She is very honest because yes. you know why? Because she stands behind her beliefs, what she does and the way she practices law and the, the way she handles the job of circuit attorney is exactly how she thinks it should be done. It's not like she's sitting around not prosecuting cases when she thinks she should. She thinks she's doing the right thing. And now we move forward. It's one thing to bring it. Okay, that writes the chapter on Kim. She's done. We could complain all day long. If you truly care about the city of St. Louis, the residents being educated on who to actually vote for and not somebody like this again and letting the loud minority voices sway people, you got to care, the people who actually live there, not the people who live in St. Charles County or St. Louis County, the people who actually live there. And so moving forward, there is a massive, massive problem. Whoever Governor Parsons appoints, and by the way, I did speak with him. He couldn't join us this morning. He was unavailable this morning. So was Andrew Bailey today, but we'll have both of them next week. So Parson for sure by Monday or Tuesday. And then uh, Andrew Bailey, the attorney general for the state of Missouri, who is a total rock star right now, rock star status. I mean, he's been in office less than four months and he goes and wins. And when I say win, it's not a quote, well, I'm better than you, wins for the city of St. Louis because jobs aren't being done. People are dying. People are losing limbs. People aren't going to jail. What a job. Andrew Bailey, congratulations to you. And he gave us one of his first interviews 
here on canceltheshow.com once he was uh, appointed to the position. So another outstanding pick by uh, Mike Parson. Mike Parson also put Eric Schmidt, appointed him, and look what Eric Schmidt went on to. He appointed um, Andrew Bailey to replace Eric Schmidt, and look at the look at the track record. That is a tree for all the, the complaints that Mike Parson can get. What a job by Mark Mike Parson putting people in place. I love Governor Parson, despite I a lot too. of the a lot of conservatives aren't his fans. But I, I love I love Governor Parson. But Vic, what a tough decision this is going to be to put somebody in that place because you can't put a Republican in the in who, the circuit who, attorney. Who wants that job? You can't put a, a conservative. No, in that and spot. it won't be. And it's it going to have to be someone similar to Kim Gardner, but somebody who actually does their job. Because if you don't, the people are going to freak out in St. Louis City. Absolutely. Well, here's the it's other thing. It's a tough, 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 tough decision. Number one, you have to have a staff. I don't care. Like we said, Tom Brady, best quarterback of all time, maybe the best NFL football player of all time. You don't do anything with people around you. You have to have people around you. They don't have a staff. So now once you appoint somebody... Then somehow, some way, you've got to get a staff and fast. You got and really fast. And one un- unfortunate detriment to Kim Gardner: people left her office not because they didn't like the job. Most people who left, from what I've been told, because they didn't like the leadership. Correct, and their workload was so heavy. So they got to find people. I, I don't know how they get this done. Kim did complain about not having enough money to pay quality people. That is also a legitimate concern. So there's a lot just because Kim's gone doesn't mean that things automatically get better. Oh, it's going to get worse before it gets better because think of the bigger picture here and that we have all of these people sitting in a jail cell right now who constitutionally are allowed to have a speedy trial, right? A speedy and fair trial. So how are they going to have a speedy trial when we don't even have anyone in the office? Oh, what a I, We I, have no one prosecuting cases. So that means those people are going to have to be released. Here's the problem. They can't keep them in jail. You have... Unless you are where they're on January But you have had defendants or suspects, people who've been charged sitting in jail waiting for yes. long periods of time. And they can sue the city over that. And then you have defense attorneys putting the pressure on, and we've got some marvelous defense attorneys in the St. Louis area who are representing clients. Clients who had, who sat in jail for a very long di- time during COVID. Some of, of those folks who, who could have been innocent sitting in jail. I also was just given some information. Don't be sleeping on a white man possibly being appointed to take over. I... I a very high quality person in the city of St. Louis called this person a dark horse, but don't think for a second that a white man will not be appointed. It could happen. I mean, it could be anyone who wants the job that that's the other key is who wants to take on that responsibility. And it's sad that we have to talk about color. Um, but regardless, um, you know, do you uh, think they'll go back through Kim Gardner's cases, the cases out of the circuit attorney's office, and that people who are criminal defense attorneys are going to say, hey, my client didn't receive a fair trial because her office was a disaster? Why wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah you should. I mean, why wouldn't you? What a mess I mean, it's going it, to be. It could be a, <laughs> a it's gonna total be a disaster if all of that stuff happens, um, but um, we're, we're trying to do our best. So the, the whole situation... Oh, Brad Young. <laughs> and Brad is out of town. Otherwise, he'd yeah, probably be and, here with us. Yeah, we. and Brad's the one who gave me the heads up two days ago that he heard that she was quitting. That um, basically, the evidence was overwhelming that she had neglected her duties. 
as prosecuting attorney, not just recently, but for a long period of time. And it finally got way too much for anybody to overcome. And that's why you have this situation now where she's, uh, well, it's not going to work for people. And Kim's leaving. So it became a national story. We'll continue to. They'll have uh, to bring someone in. I, don't you think they'll have to bring someone in from out of state? I don't know. I, and, I have and will no she idea. have to move? I, I don't know. Will she have to relocate? Because I can't see her ever being able to work at a local hospital. She will have to move to another state where, I would where so. no one knows her. I can't see any, any of these local hospitals hiring her. Let's hope so. I, I would feel St. Louis would be safer without her, to be honest. <laughs> Absolutely pro, Joe. So right, Joe. Um, yeah, I, I know. I just it. I just hate it for the city of St. Louis. Um, I At last check, I believe they had 30 prosecuting attorneys, maybe left, maybe 30 or under. To give you an idea, St. Louis County and Wesley Bell um, has over 70. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that shows you what the hell is going on and how bad that whole thing is. And by the way, this hasn't just happened quickly. I guarantee Parson has a short list. Um, this, has uh, been, this has been months in the making, and that's where we fly in and fly out with St. Mm. Louis City. So, um, you know. Tim Lomar's looking for a job. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> That would, yeah, that would be. He would, he choice. would do a fantastic yeah. job. Somebody as have Tim Lomar's phone number. I, Tim, I actually Tim, do. Have it. Yeah, I let's do. give him a Tim's call right great, now. Actually, Tim, you first of all, you have to live in the city, and Tim is in private practice. He just purchased some property in Lake St. Louis for his private. Property. Good for him. Yeah, good for him because he is a very good prosecutor. So no, he can he take is, one for the team. He's done for public office. Man, he would do a good job. <laughs> Streets of St. Louis. Um, Kevin Joseph says, Vic, St. Louis City has 18 prosecutors right now. And then Anthony says they're down to 19 regular lawyers and one for violent felonies. And the one who is doing <laughs> violent felonies has a caseload of near 500. I can't even imagine. One, 500 hardcore felony cases, violent felony cases. That's I don't even know how ridiculous. to respond to that. I, yeah, it leaves you speechless. I, I, uh, I, exactly. That's the issue. Oof. There is no way to respond to that. I mean, did they make that many ankle bracelets last year for uh, for the criminals? I mean, how are we keeping track of all of this stuff? Are we? I mean, or is I, it just I, I, kind know, of a, That's a good point, Eric. Are, are, did they keep track? I don't know. Do they even know I how many cases know. they have? Because we keep hearing about these cases that they didn't even know about, and so no one shows up in court because they didn't even know and think about that while they don't know what cases they have that case represents a real person who's likely sitting behind bars you know what it's like it's like because i was arrested one time but you know what it was for it's because i had a my my license plate expired and then i got a court date yeah in right i got a court date and uh i didn't show up for court that's what they're looking at all these super violent crimes like these criminals it's like oh i didn't show up for court no they'll just give me a, a put a warrant on my no it's these are serious things that are going on i think parson is going to come in and put in a very conservative african-american is what i would have to say <laughs> Where? That is definitely <laughs> probably not. I would have to say From that where? it's unfortunate. <laughs> that would be great. It's unfortunate. But I don't think that he can. I don't think he can. Maybe he will put in a Caucasian person. Well, down we're going to talk more about that coming up at nine thirty. We've also got Nicole Jenkins. We had her in studio before. Super successful African American businesswoman who left the city of St. Louis because of crime. Because not only the city circuit attorney wouldn't do her job. 
but also the mayor and issues what was going on with the mayor and slumlords. She was a super popular guest. She's scheduled to come in studio this morning at 930, but it is a free-for-all Friday, paranormal Friday, conspiracy theory Friday. We have more fun. We educate. We entertain on these days. Of course, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Uh, Projo's here running the boards. Lizzie Sparks in studio taking care of the chat lines on three different platforms. Eric Johnson and Tab of the Hassle. So today's subject, as we've been talking about, dinosaur bones, fossils, mud fossils. We've been talking lots of dinosaurs and we love it. And with that being said, we welcome in Pete McAvicky. Um, yeah. He is the end all to end all when it comes to paleontologists from the Chicago Field Museum. Uh, Akiko, I don't have your last name, and I'm sorry, Akiko. I know you're super, super field prepared. Um, we'll welcome you guys in. And I just wanted to make sure are you joining us this morning from the museum in St. Genevieve? Uh, no, we're actually in, uh, I should say good morning to everyone. Hey, good morning, Hi. guys. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, we are in uh, Marble Hill, so we're very close to our site. And, right out there uh, by Fredericktown. We are uh, being hosted by the steel um, company using their Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, fantastic. Nice. And the St. Genevieve uh, Museum, the Dinosaur Museum, is what I was, the Learning Center in St. Genevieve. We'll talk more about that. Um, a couple years ago, I learned of your name when there was a site found in the state of Missouri. And big story. I was grateful that we could do it in the St. Louis area. We wanted to educate and entertain and learn today because it kind of gets into the standpoint of, can you explain, I guess right off the bat, um, bones, fossils, what's real, what's not? Because you know, there's there there. There are people who say, well, let's talk about fossils mm -hmm. and what is an actual bone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, let's start with bones. Right. So bones are a um, mineral and protein compound uh, that are built by vertebrate bodies. Um, the main mineral is, is hydroxyapatite, so it's a phosphate of calcium. Mm -hmm. And... Um, those are deposited by cells that have originally created a sort of a, a network or a matrix of proteins. Yes. Um, and of course, um, when an organism dies, um, you know, you can go out in the woods, you can find a deer skeleton. 99% of the time, it's going to disappear. You know, it's going to weather, it's going to mm. crack, mice are going to eat it, what have you. Yeah. Um, you know. A few times, you know, in terms of paleontology, you get lucky. Those bones will actually fall into a position or place where they can get buried mm -hmm. and they can become part of the rock record. Um, and over that time, um, as they're buried and even before, you start having chemical processes that can affect the bone. So they'll change some of the composition. They might fill in one of the most common things we see in is the bone is porous because it has a lot of blood vessels and little cellular bodies in it, those will fill up with minerals and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the fossilization process. It's called diagenesis. Um, and so that's uh, essentially when that has progressed to a fairly advanced state, we get what we'd call a fossil. Mm -hmm. So um, there's no hard boundary, but you know, if you find something from the ice age, so about 10, 12,000 years ago, right. um, it's going to be discolored. It's going to be a little heavier than the corresponding bone. For example, if it's a bison bone, 
the Ice Age one's going to be a little bit heavier because yeah. you have some infiltration of minerals from the groundwater. So that's when fossilization begins. Um, and then it can progress, uh, you know, to, to a quite uh, advanced state um, where you have a lot of replacement um, and you have everything in between. It's right. going to be very dependent on exactly where the bones were buried and what happened to them in the ground are there ever is there ever an instance where we can find a t-rex and it's all bone and not mineral deposit or whatever or is it where it's not converted um well so we have to sort of say that the conversion is never complete if you took a, a t-rex bone and ground it up and did chemical analysis on it with a variety of tools like mm-hmm. x-ray diffraction most of what you're going to get is calcium phosphates you're going to get hydroxyapatite so Mm -hmm. the bulk of it is still going to be bone material if you cut it uh, very thin and look at it under a microscope you will still see cellular structures you'll still see blood vessels you'll still see all the biological features that tell us this is a fossil and not a bone not a rock um so you still have that um and you're going to have varying degrees of fossilization. So uh, there's been recent work on animals, including T-Rex, showing that you might actually have even some remnants of the proteins. So not just the mineral part of the bone, but also the, the protein wow. part of the bone preserved in there. In trace amounts, but still there. So um, often, if you think of a, a, a limb bone like a, sh- like a big cylinder or shaft of something, um, you know, you're going to get the influence from the surrounding geochemical environment coming right. from the outside moving in but mm-hmm. as you know there's going to be a gradient so that towards the middle of the bone it's probably less converted than towards the outside wow that's interesting now, peter that- we first started talking about dinosaurs on our very first paranormal friday when we talk about all things we talked on that same day about bigfoot we talked about aliens. We talked about all sorts of things. And one of the things that that I want to bring up today, because it is our Paranormal Friday, this might sound absolutely crazy to you. So the process of fossilization, obviously, if you're walking through the woods, you're not going to just find a dinosaur body laying in the woods that it died a million years ago and there are its bones. What we're going to find is in rock and sediment, we're going to find something that looks like a dinosaur. I know when you go out to like the Badlands, you're looking for chips, bone chips, and that can lead you to the the larger dinosaur bones, etc. And then, of course, we carve those bones out of the rock as carefully as you can and then reassemble them in some cases as an actual dinosaur. And when you go to a museum, what you're looking are looking at is fossilized bones. You know, we talked about the Field Museum, and it's the Field Museum, I haven't been there in many years, but they used to have Sue the T-Rex. Now, Sue is a full, as far as I know, it's a full skeleton of fossilized bones. But they're, I, I try to explain to these guys, they're not bones, they're fossils. They're, they're, people aren't walking around finding dinosaur bones, they're fossilized bones. And what I wanted to explain to these guys, there's a lot of people who believe that the earth is not what we think it is. You go out and you see rock formations and you see these different things and and they look like, you know, you know what pareidolia is, of course, I'm assuming, where you see faces and everything, you see shapes and everything. And there's a lot of people who think that's what dinosaurs are. But if like you just explained, you can take these rock formations that look like fossils, you can x-ray them, you can DNA test them, you can see that they had blood vessels, you can see the porous nature of, of what the rock formation is. But there's a lot of people out there who are finding 
other formations, and, and, and I know this will sound absolutely crazy to you both, uh, but there's a lot of people who, including myself, who believe that at one point, giant humans may have existed. Oh, boy. And Wait I a second. You've, you've said like 20 things. <laughs> I, well, Pete's looking at you like, oh, my God. That's okay if Pete's looking at me like I'm crazy. It's Paranormal Friday. This is what we do. Right, right. I, I mean, that's why we no, have him here. Is, okay. So, I, well, I was getting to my point before you interrupted me. And so a lot of people do believe that. And later on in the show, we're going to show some photos and some videos. And a lot of people have, uh, or some scientists have taken these structures that look like large human feet or large human thumbs or fingers or different parts of their body. And they've had them DNA tested. Uh, they're porous, just like a dinosaur fossil would be. They've had them DNA tested. They come back as human tissue. They've had them x-rayed. They've done all of these different tests. So I'm curious if we believe that dinosaurs existed and roamed the earth mm -hmm. and they ended up fossilized why can't we believe that giant humans once roamed the earth and they also were fossilized in some sort of process yeah well when you when you say giant humans i uh, what are you specifically referring <laughs> oh boy to? here we go <laughs> And I was hoping we would get to the mud fossils before you guys came on, so you uh, might see it. But it, it, by, <laughs> by human forms, uh, they, you know, there are big mountain ranges mm. uh, that look like a, a person lying down. And I know this all sounds crazy. It does. Um, it, it does. <laughs> and and there, there's a scientist who has a, 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 what, a rock that looks like a huge thumb. Like a I mean, rock. it's bigger than I am. Mm -hmm. And but he's had it DNA tested, and I'm talking about biblically. A lot of people believe that giants once roamed the earth. Yes, and and there's a lot of different photos, and they look like rocks. But then when people go out and test them, they're porous. Mm. Uh, they they have one that looks like a giant heart that shows blood vessels, and it it looks exactly like a dinosaur bone. So my my point on the show and peter you guys haven't joined us the past few fridays is that if you can believe in one why can't you believe in well, both well let's go let peter how, from a layman's perspective which is me always have you in your travels in your work have you seen any conferences of the human the giant human people of <laughs> jerusalem or something There's like not that be any have you ever have you ever heard of such a thing like you opened up an email and said we found something get here quickly to uh the cliffs of dover or wherever and it's okay has, to laugh any, and make fun of us because no, no. it is paranormal friday no because if they said yes actually we have heard of that then we're all going to just freak <laughs> out have you heard anything like that before well i get a lot of emails from people who um who find rock formations that superficially do look biological okay. which is paranoia yeah and uh which sounds like know, paranormal sort of will sometimes even show up and and with these rocks okay. and kind of look at them and and um they're not. They're mineralizations. Mm -hmm. They're often um, infills. Um, so if you had a burrow or a hollow that filled in with a different mineral, and it, it can have sort of a organic shape. Um, so that's very common. Um, and um, I'm not aware of any of the um, particulars of uh, the giant humans. The giant humans. You should um, look them up. One of, one of the problems... Because if, you, if we can believe a giant T-Rex roamed the Earth, and we can why because can't we, can we see believe it. giant humans once Because there's no giant human ske skeletons there, in any museum. Wait till, wait till you see the video I show you later. Okay. Mm -hmm. Eric um, Johnson. So, so one of the problems there is going to be uh, a biological, uh, a physiological issue with allometry. Um, you can't scale up a human being yes. and maintain the shape that 
up. We have at you know. There you go. Well, how, but how can you say pounds. that and expect a a, di- um, a giant dinosaur to roam the earth? We could say, well, look at a dog because His the bone limbs structure couldn't support because it. Because the, the, limbs the, limb, are, the limbs are constructed different. There you go. The limbs uh, are constructed they, different. There has to be structural strength in the skeleton to carry that kind there you of go. weight. And, and, so if you take and maybe femur, there was. Let's hear Pete. Uh, no, there wasn't. Because if you take your femur and scale it up just linearly and make you 20 feet tall. There we go. Your leg bones are going to break under your body weight. Or two well, feet tall. If you look at the, if you look at the, what they consider to be the giant humans, mm-hmm. uh, their their leg circumference is actually bigger than this room. It's not like they're they're tall, standing on little spindly legs. I mean, their bodies very much look and are built like our bodies. They would hold up perfectly fine. Hmm. No, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't. They um, wouldn't. Your skeleton is designed to carry your weight. The bigger you get, um, and remember, your your volume, your mass is going to scale to the cube power of, of your linear dimensions. Yes. Um, you cannot have the same bone dimensions and just scale them up yes. um, linearly. What if so what if there was a time when everything was larger? Shape, you're going to have a giant human of that size. Hmm. So that's, well, I can't, that's one reason You're the paleontologist, so you're probably right, even though I don't agree. Well, how can you not agree? <laughs> it's like saying, it's like I telling you, it's like telling right. a brain surgeon. I'm not a scientist. Look, physics. He's talking physics. He's bringing the entire kit and caboodle at I, you right now, and I you still won't it. believe and it. And I know he's trying to find a scientific explanation, but I, I still disagree. <laughs> well, Peter, she asked you another question when it came to bones and fossils, which is something we've discussed several times on our show when it comes to these topics. What can you please break it down as Eric says for layman terms for me when it comes to real bones or are they fossils and does it matter and what is the difference? Yep. Um, so it's basically uh, a, a gradational definition between something that's fresh, which is a bone, um, and something that has had some degree of, um, geochemical alteration in in the earth mm-hmm. um we would if you have um full replacement so the bone is completely dissolved away and it leaves just a hollow mm-hmm. um that's the far end of the spectrum that's not really even a fossil that's just a natural mold of something okay um and there are plenty of those but they're not very useful because they don't actually preserve the anatomy, the actual anatomy of the animal. Um, What we're looking at is bones that have had some alteration, and you can feel that. You can actually pick them up. They're going to be heavier than the corresponding fresh bone would have been. Right. Um, Mainly through the infilling of all these these porous channels. Um, It's not always the case, though. Um, You can pick up a bone of the Missouri dinosaur, and it's actually going to be lighter than the Hmm. corresponding because probably um and we're still testing that some of the alteration was uh, a leaching of the bone so you have um an acid environment and and it's actually dissolving a little bit of the mineral that's uh, fascinating it is fascinating so. because you get a chance to actually see climate change in what you do i mean obviously we've we've had mammoths come out of the ice that were pretty well preserved have you ever seen um, a dinosaur? I don't even know what the right terminology is between dinosaur and 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 these el- you know these giant mammoths. But have you ever seen a dinosaur come out that you're like, wow, we got a lot of organic material on this thing still? Where you were able to see DNA? Were you able to see all this? You know, the carbon footprinting of this thing. How how? What's the best preserved dinosaur that we've ever seen? Um, 
so there is a uh, there's a really fantastic. I didn't dig this up, but okay. there's a really fantastic um, armored dinosaur mm -hmm. uh, from Canada called Borealopelta, mm -hmm. um, which is very complete. Um, and you can see the whole pavement of armor. So you have from the skull to about the middle of the back. Wow. Would have been complete, but they found it in the in the tar sands when they were actually grinding through the tar sands to extract the, wow. the oils. And um, that one has, you know, stomach contents. It has uh, some of the color pattern on the armor so you can reconstruct what it would have looked like. Right. Um I don't know if they've tested that one for uh, for um, um, proteins. Yeah. Um, I would say I don't think we have uh, verifiably been able to detect DNA in a in a dinosaur. So DNA there's no Jurassic very, Park. Um, DNA is a very volatile mm -hmm. uh, compound. It, it breaks down very uh, fast. Yeah. In your cells, or in our cells, um, we have little subcellular mechanisms that maintain our DNA because the, the bonds are always breaking apart. Obviously, when an organism dies, that stops, and so the DNA starts falling apart into very little pieces wow. that then have to be put together. But you also get DNA from groundwater coming in, so there's a lot of contamination issues. Right. Peter, what we more verifiably think we have are proteins. Um, so, for example, your cartilage is made up of a uh, of a protein comp uh, set of protein compounds. Yeah, those are more resistant and and probably more likely to fossilize. So, we definitely have some evidence of that. We have things that look like cellular structures, um, and certainly you know show sort of the the cell and its its little branches coming off. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also still unclear what is preserved there of the original material. So there's a lot of um, really exciting uh, science going on in the field of what we call molecular paleontology, where we're sort of looking at how much it could actually be preserved that's not just the mineral component of bone. Right. So I would say until 30 years ago, the... The thought was the only things that are going to preserve are the mineral components of bone because they're hard. They're mineral. How do we know that the T-Rex was green and not brown? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> you don't. Peter, before, before. But it's a good yeah. question, Tabitha. That's a it, legitimate it, well, damn question. It is, but they, but they don't. They don't they Maybe have no it was red. There's no, there's no tissue. Maybe they it was have, red. They have no idea. <laughs> so, Peter, when uh, you go out to, the, let's say. Uh, oh, I'm when sorry. it comes go, to T-Rex, uh, yeah. Tabitha's correct. We, we actually have no idea. We That's do right. have a few skin impressions of. T-Rex, mm -hmm. um, but they seem to be just that. They seem to be impressions. So, the the rock that the the sediment that buried the you know animal took on the impression of the skin, and and then that was preserved. There you go. We do have cases, um, including that Canadian dinosaur I talked about. Many of the feathered dinosaurs coming out of China, where you are preserving some of the pigment, um, particularly melanin pigments. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, color our hair and yeah. so on. They're there, and so we can get at least some idea of the shading. Um, it's not the full picture because color in in animals is carried by a lot of different compounds, yeah. and only the melanins preserve well. But we're getting some idea. But but it's piecemeal. It's they. You have to have exceptional preservation, and then you can sort of map out. But you're just guessing because you think of yeah. the reptile kind of the thing, yeah. correct? That's been the general, uh, when you see, you know, 
yeah. Jurassic World or uh-huh. uh, a dinosaur right. book. People have um, used a number of different inferences. So, yeah, it's a reptile. It looks like a crocodile. So you make right. It look like a what were you going to ask, Tabitha? That's uh, exactly what, right. What I was going to ask, Peter, is that I know that sometimes, let's say if you're on a, the paleontologist is out, let's say in Montana, they're looking for dinosaur bones, or, or I should say fossils, because there's no such thing really as a dinosaur bone. Oh so when God. they're out looking for a fossil, sometimes Wait, I what? know... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that next. Tabitha, I've spent 25 years of my life uh, doing this. I know. Me. We're going to get, get to that. No, that we, we be quiet. Whenever, right. <laughs> whenever you're out, let's say, on, mm-hmm. a, on a hunt for dinosaur fossils, and let's say you come across... I, I know sometimes... Oh you can find, you know, a fossil laying on the right. ground. So Not let's a bone. say that tells Not you where to, where to go from there. Mm-hmm. So what is the actual process? Can you explain to us what the process is? Somebody calls you up and they say, hey, we found some bone splinters. We think that there's a, a T-Rex here uh, fossilized. How, what is the process of turning that mound, let's say, of sandstone or something else into the actual bones that we see at a museum? Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, I, I you don't, don't have to answer that. You don't <laughs> no, have to answer No, he that. does. We need to hear this. And I appreciate Tabitha asking. Because you see videos of paleontologists out and they find a formation that, yeah. of, of bones, of fossils. And they say, okay, well, we here's the rock. We know this part is the fossil because obviously it's a different compound. It looks different. It uh, has maybe tissues through it or fissures through it. So how do you do that? Do you chisel away uh, what's attached to it? How do you make it into a perfect formed bone that you would use at a museum? Well, so when you collect fossils, as you said, you, you walk around, you know, the badlands. Um, that's the typical way of doing it. Not, not in Missouri. Missouri's a little different. Um, but, uh, you do look for, yeah, you look for a bone trail, you follow it up, you sort of poke around, you see if there's more. Um, and believe me, nine times out of ten, there there's not more. It's it's just that most yeah. of the bones that make it into the fossil record are small chips, broken things. So right. it takes a lot of looking. Um, once you find a substantial showing of bone, uh, the process is you collect all the surface material, all yes. the chips, record it, um, and then you have to sort of figure out how much overburden has to go off. So normally you would, um, you know, it's going into a hill. You have to sort of carve the hill back some way. Um, You do that, and then you sort of work from the top down um, very carefully because you obviously don't know exactly which orientation the bones have. Um, And they're going to be brittle. They're going to be a lot more fragile usually than the rock. Right. You you might have a large human chewing on a dinosaur, and you don't even know it in the fossil record (laughs) right behind it. It could be chewing on its neck. That's the beauty of paleontology. I mean, you 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 don't know. know. You can always be proven wrong by a discovery. But, Peter, Um, why do you think there's a difference between you saying it's a bone and you've done it for 25 years, and what Tabitha's making in her case with a fossil. I'm trying to legitimately understand... Me too. ...the, the disconnect. Um, well, because you are looking at these categories of bone and fossil as two distinct and non-overlapping ah, things. Okay. But There's a, a gradient in there. becomes a fossil yes. if you bury it long enough. Well, it, uh, yes, but, we, we but are there with, any... We see that process happening even in, in human cemeteries. Exactly. There's no question about water. it moving through um 
you know, the bones will be modified. We know they're human bones because it's a cemetery, but if you have the right groundwater conditions, you get mineral depo deposits forming in them, and you see the same exact exactly. processes that happen in fossils. It's called science. It is science, and, it, and it's exactly the same thing they're finding in the giant human skeletons. That they, so have, they're not, that they have never found. Which they have found. I'm going to show you so I got some videos and some photos of them. Peter just said it's impossible. <laughs> well, Peter, it's impossible. Peter's a paleontologist. He believes in dinosaurs. Well, he's I, an expert. And I love that. So, so Peter... When when you look at let's I say uh, I, I want to correct that I don't yes. believe in dinosaurs they are a fact you can yes thank you <laughs> it's not like a ghost they oh my gosh I feel so much better now. for the win from sixty <laughs> yards out right through the now, uprights now Peter do you believe <laughs> in Bigfoot thank you Peter oh what'd you uh, say Tabitha? I asked him if he believed in Bigfoot oh, get ready because to that's debate that's how our paranormal Friday began you do not believe in no, Bigfoot of course I don't not. either that's a silly thing um, no I agree and so so Peter are there any actual dinosaur bones in existence that are not fossilized there are dinosaur bones that show very little amounts of alteration there you go. so as i said it, it you know each fossil is going to be a product of what was the input which is bone mm -hmm. and then the geochemical processes that affected that for however many thousands or millions of years that it was buried um, and sometimes you get bones that are very little altered um, and I would say that um, these include some of the bones we were finding here in Missouri they're not that altered they are fossilized to a to a degree but not as much as for example bones you'd find out west there you go now how is it that we've had and and, and I'm not discrediting discrediting paleontology i love what you do oh my god and and these guys always try to say i don't believe in dinosaurs i'm not discrediting but, musicians but that's never been the case i believe and, you make music it, what it is is i want i always want to see proof but but here's the thing how is it that bones differ in missouri and how you find them and how they're presented versus what you'd find in montana in the badlands so um Missouri doesn't have uh, the same climate as Montana, and so you have a lot more vegetation cover. Everything's um, a lot harder to uh, see, basically. Um, so if you think of your standard Missouri fossils, which are going to be uh, Paleozoic invertebrates, so shells, snails, things like that, one of the places you find them is, is road cuts, right, where the, uh, you know, the De Department of Transportation has made a nice, you know, cliff for you to, to look at them. Um, now, dinosaurs, of course, lived at a certain time in, yes. in Earth's history from 230 million years ago to 66 million years Jeez, ago. And you have to have the, the rocks of the right age, otherwise you're not going to find them. Um, and there's not a, a huge abundance of these rocks in Missouri. Um, most of the, not that they weren't here, but they've just been eroded away. And so you have to be extremely lucky to find one of these sites. And that's what actually happened um, here in Missouri. The site was found when, excuse me, a local family was, was digging a cistern behind their house. Wow. Um, Is that the and one uh, yeah, so they're digging we down broke. through the layers just in order to collect rainwater and, uh, and, and happened upon these bones. Um, so that's one big difference. Uh, the reason we go out to Montana or Utah or these incredibly dry places is that um, you don't have a lot of vegetation, you get high rates of erosion, so more bones are being exposed. And so it, it, it's basic uh, economics, right? It's, if you're going to go and, and spend a lot of time looking for fossils, you're going to 
target the areas where you have the highest likelihood of finding them. And the reason why is because that was a prehistoric beach, is that correct? Um, because well, some, you have the, say that Western the Rocky... Interior Seaway. Um, right. You do find a lot of things not quite on the beach. Uh, bones tend to get ground up by wave action, so... But if you go a little more inland from the beach to sort of the delta and, and the floodplains behind it, that's where you get good yeah. history. But people go to Montana, and yeah. the reason why I think the Badlands began, is it, it, what I've read is, is that the Rocky Mountains used to be twice the size they are now, and that, that used to be a, a coastal area, and that was where the beach was. Giant which humans is why they used to found. call them hills. The huge, no. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the Rocky Hills. Hey, uh, Peter, what does, Akiko, what does Akiko do for you, and what can she add to the conversation? She's been sitting there so sweet and nice, and I see her smiling. Thinking how crazy is this I, girl I in the I red sweater? He's like, he's, people are nuts. He's like that girl in the red is crazy. A chick in the red is a nut job. She, I saw her smile after you said Pretty one thing. nut job. <laughs> Hi, Akiko. Welcome to Cancel This. What exactly? What do you good do? Morning. Good morning. What do you? What can you add to what Peter's been talking about, and um, what you do? We've been working together over twenty years now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for dinosaurs, and my expertise is to uh, excavate the fossils and um, clean, prepare the fossils for research. Have you so, ever found anything like gold or silver out there where you're digging around and saying, damn, we really found something now? They're not <laughs> going to tell us. We could fund well, our research. Self-funded self research. <laughs> no, no such luck. Yeah, no such luck. I almost feel not. like we have to apologize for today's conversation because... Oh, stop it. it I is, would assume that... Maybe Vic, it's good because we got it all out in the air. I would got, assume, Eric, that Vic filled Peter in on what we would be talking yes, about. Yes, okay. they knew today. exactly right. what we were it, talking about. It shouldn't about. be a because big surprise. sometimes in life you don't have to be skeptical about things is i think the lesson that we learned today is sometimes the truth is just it's just a damn dinosaur the dinosaur bones went through their process and they came out the way they are and just so you know Peter, the, the way thing? that this conversation all began and and since then they have told me i don't believe in dinosaurs i always say prove it to me like exactly Peter. like aliens like anything else but it, and and i know you wouldn't consider dinosaurs in that category no but it, i was explaining to them that when you go to a museum and you see the, the let's say, Sue the T-Rex at the Field Museum, or if you go to the Natural Museum of History and Science, you know, they have a disclaimer. They actually have a plaque there. It's, it's all over their website where they say, when you go in, these are not real dinosaur bones. These are our fossils. We've rebuilt this fossil, fossilized dinosaur. And so many people think that when you find a, a dinosaur, that you're finding a bone like you would find a, a dead dog out in the field. I mean, it's... This is real easy fossils. to put together. He just said 250 million years. I, I, so you have time, Peter, I you have it. time, water, and elements versus... I understand how a fossil is, is built. Okay. I'm saying that when you go to the museum, that's not a dinosaur skeleton. They didn't find a skeleton. But, we, but you've it's never a, said that you don't fossil. believe in dinosaurs. I've said that... It, no, I, I don't... It's, I've never... I've always said right. I don't... You know, you don't you believe in dinosaurs. Either way, it doesn't matter. A couple of different things going on. So, um, sometimes you'll go and see a mounted skeleton, and they'll tell you this isn't the actual bones because they're heavy and fragile. Mm -hmm. So we've made casts. Sometimes, yes, are, are light and and put those together because you can do that with a lot less armature and and it's a lot safer and. That way, the bones can yeah. still be accessed for scientific research. They're not, you know, twenty feet in the air. Um, but Sue, the uh, T Rex of the Field Museum, is a true fossilized dinosaur. Yes, yes, it is. It's uh, about ninety percent, ninety percent by volume of what you see is is real bone. Um, yeah. 
Um, yeah. There, there are some bits, uh, for example, one of the feet was reconstructed and one of the arms. So there are, there are bits that had to be filled in from the opposite side. One of the things that comes up a lot lately, I don't know what, even why this stuff comes around, but they say that dinosaurs are not the reason solely for the reason why we have oil is that i, I was fossil always, fuel dinosaurs I was, I was are always, not fossil dinosaurs always, didn't die and create oil well that okay but i've always ta- i happen. was always taught the la Brea tar pits that was all dinosaurs that all the oil in the earth that's all dinosaurs that's not true is it no uh dinosaurs wouldn't have had the biomass necessary <laughs> to create that much so oil. look where, how many millions of people um, believe that it is true that's so, true right uh, so where did oil most come of from the world's oil if, if i can uh, jump in here most of the world's oil the what we call the oil window mm-hmm. um in in the geological record is actually from the age of dinosaurs so about 50 percent of the known oil reserves are from deposits that go back to the age of dinosaurs. Okay. Um, but they are predominantly from marine deposits, um, and it's it's actually algae and plankton and my, little microorganisms that are getting buried into these the sea bottom and very deeper and deeper um, that then the, the change in temperature and pressure basically breaks down the organic compounds and rearranges them and that's when you get all these different hydrocarbons um so gas like um you know the gas we use for 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 heating and so on forms at a slightly different depth and temperature than does uh oil oh wow Um, but these are buried and that's why you know the places we find a lot of oil and gas so south texas um Mm -hmm. Off the, the coast of Florida and so yeah. forth. These these are predominantly shallow water. What well, were shallow water marine habitats? So they're shallow. You get a lot of photosynthesis going on. You're piling up a lot of dead plankton and and micro marine microorganisms at the sea bottom, and and then slowly over time they get compressed and and cooked. And okay. and it's a long process. So one of the reasons that most of our oil is more than 60 million years old is that it takes a long time for for this to happen you don't you know do it um in an instant no um but so you were sort of told uh you know you you were told a half truth in the sense that yes this is from the age of dinosaurs and yes these are fossils Mm -hmm. converted fossils but uh if there's any dinosaurs in there, they're they're contributing a very minuscule. Gotcha. Hey, Peter, Peter Makovicki and Akiko with the Field Museum out of Chicago. Um, I did want to ask one question today before we get out of here, and it was one that a guest asked as well. So here it is. Is carbon dating used to ah. determine the age? And if so, carbon-17 is used. Is that true? Mm-hmm. And then we know that 25% carbon existed years ago. So would that mess with the age system when we when we figure out how old something is? Great question. Um, that's a good question. Uh, it's, it's one I get frequently. Um, so carbon dating, which is actually based on the uh, ratio of carbon-14. There's no carbon-17. Um, carbon-14 to carbon-12 uh, – is a very good, very precise chronometer up to about a hundred thousand years ago. Boom, and then after that, you have two. The the the, the amount of um, carbon fourteen is is getting to such low levels that you can't use it to to date things beyond that. Wow. 
What we use for older fossils is the uran uranium to lead chronometer. So uranium, as you know, breaks down. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a uh, unstable or radioactive um, element, right. and it goes through a series of, of different changes and finally ends up as lead, which is a very stable amount. Um, and the half life, so the 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 half life for uh, carbon fourteen. And the half-life, meaning if you start with a certain amount of carbon-14, about 5,000 years later, you have half that amount. It's right. turned into carbon-12. For uranium, uh, that half-life is 4.5 billion years. Oh, damn. So, uh, so you can go back to basically the origins of uh, our solar system with, with that chronometer. Um, and it works very precisely. It's based on the same principles of radioactivity that we use for in nuclear power plants and nuclear bombs. So it's something we understand incredibly well. Um, and uh, the, the trick is, so the physics of that works very well. The trick is you have to find minerals that... Um, will have some amount of uranium in them that can then be dated. You can uh, measure the amount of uranium, then the amount of lead, yeah. and figure out when that, when that mineral formed, and that gives you a, a sense of how old that rock is. Well, Peter, we appreciate you joining us today, and I, I guess you'll... And Tabitha will this agree to the disagree most... on bones no. and fossils. No, no, no. no, no. I, I am all with, with Peter. He's the paleontologist. I'm so some dummy here talking on the radio. You no, know, that's right. Um, or on a podcast, I should say. <laughs> and and, there, and I just want to reiterate the reason why this came up, and, and at some point we're going to pop up the photo, is the Field Museum, and I believe it's a Natural History you wanna, Museum. Yeah, can why don't you, you show wanna, it right now? Yeah, well, let's no, show it. No, no, no. It'll, we, we're not ready for it Joe, yet. can we do that? Can is we? that they have a big disclaimer on their website no, that says... Is don't worry about I, the disclaimer. Just let our, the paleontologists look at it and go, yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, no, we need to have, pop it up when he's on. We have to. Ridiculous. Joe, go. Okay, there we go. They, is, they say here, the dinosaur bones that you see on display at the museum aren't really bones at all. Through the process of fossilization, ancient animal bones are turned into rock. And so, Peter, my point is always that what we see at the museum, it's, it's a fossil not a bone, even though you say it is a large percentage bone and not fossilized mineral. Well, uh, so, the, yeah. I mean, the mineral is the same mineral as in bone. That, that's why bones can fossilize. Mm -hmm. um, so our, our bones are made up of about 90 to 95% mineral. Um, and that usually is not altered at a chemical level so if you did a chemical analysis you can recrystallize it the crystals are very small and, and it'll recrystallize um, you can change uh, so it's mostly calcium phosphate um, the phosphate usually stays the calcium can be replaced by another divalent ion yes. cation so often iron and yeah. that's why many of the bones you'll see are brownish mm -hmm. um, Sometimes manganese that gives a blackish hue, um, so th so they are, you know, converted, and we also know that they weigh more. So yeah. a typical fossil bone will be three to four times heavier than. Did did that answer your question? Absolutely. Yeah. Can Absolutely. We, so in a so. sense, they have been in the fossilization process. You are altering the original into a modification. Yeah. Now, um, as I said, that that. That happens over a spectrum from relatively little, like we see here in Missouri, to very heavily modified uh, bones. Can we do this? Uh, Can we do this? Because 
while you're here, can we show the giant human skeleton? Oh, no. And just Let's get... not waste his time with why? it. Why? Why? You think it's real? Uh, can we, can we show the giant? Peter, please. Peter's please. Like, because I if will he weigh, never talk to these people If he again. weighs in, because no, no, wait a minute. In your defense, it is out there in the in the ecosphere of all this stuff. It's no, in Twitter. No, and there's like 15 photos. We'll do well, that later. Hey, Paul, I, I don't want to waste I Peter's think Paul, I think Paul, from our chat line, makes a great point. He's like, Tabitha's no dummy. She's super smart. She is. She's just a skeptic on certain things. I'm not a skeptic at all when it comes to dinosaurs. I, what my point was and has always been since day one yeah. is that when you go to the museum, what you're looking at is fossils, fossilized bone, but fossils. It's not like you walked in through a park and saw a human thigh bone sitting there because obviously it, again, time, it's not millions heat, of years old. And water, boom. I, get, I know how fossils Can are. Can we show the, the giant human picture, please? No, no, no. There we'll are do so that many. Just one. No pick pick one and let, let Peter go, yeah, that, about that. That's well, Peter already said you've never found anything with large skeletal I'm about to show you something, beans, Peter. Correct? Sorry, I, I didn't get that. Did you already say that there was that you haven't been able to see any or find any large, giant-like skeletons? Um, I mean, we find looking. giant skeletons of dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, gotcha. So, but, and no, Eric, so Peter, prepare not, to be no, 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 no. Prepare to Peter, be exceptionally surprised. You two are, are Joe, good rock scientists. and roll, babe. You don't we, need to we deal with introduce all our drama. you. This is uh, Sam, the giant, uh, the the giant <laughs> skeleton. Pro Joe is on a ship, going back and forth. Deciding Pro Joe, let's do. rock this thing. Are we showing video or not? Pictures or not? It would be like showing your surprise show like one. Just surprise because they'll never let you go. It would be like showing. It would be like showing Smith, your demo song, that and hoping they pick it up. That's that, exactly that, what. Those aren't. I didn't. Now see that either. is man. You know what that is? That's the guy from Alton, that. Illinois. Oh, I say yeah. I didn't send that. <laughs> That's the tall guy from Alton, Illinois. That doesn't even count. Angie yeah. from the UK sent that. That's Vic Faust and Tabitha standing next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Okay, so so now that's paranoia. That that looked like uh, a face. Yeah, that's a face. This looks like to me uh, a granite outcrop. You have typical exfoliation uh, features, um, which is a weathering phenomenon of granites. Um, granites. Granites form deep in the earth. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It obviously looks like a human face. Yes, it does. Um, if you go back to the previous picture of the giant from Alton, Illinois, you will see that he, he has no face. The nope. the soft tissues of, of the face are gone. Yeah. You, you see the actual skeletal structure. Mm -hmm. And there are photos um, like that, too. We're so, not going to go through them all today. but yeah. that but, could, And um, you know what? Hey, Peter, we do Peter makes a Hold on. Peter makes a great point because that cat from Alton could barely walk. True. He needed That's two cranes. I almost said cranes. Two canes to walk around. Orthopedic shoes. So how in the hell? But he also grew to be so tall not naturally not because he was put here by god to be that tall but because he had an illness or or a something different with his body genetically that made him grow tall tallism <laughs> tallism hey, hey peter oh, it's, it's called tallism. acromegaly it's acromegaly it's, thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah it's it's a, a disease that's um very tough on the uh, yes. people who have it because yes, uh, yes. um yeah, your bones and your skeleton are, your skeleton and, and your muscles are, are not modified to carry that much That's size. Right. Um, but it also has a lot of um, problems with, um, uh, I think, with the organs and, and uh, circulation and things because, you know, your heart, um, yeah, when exactly. you scale up that way, your heart has to, to match Science. the diameter of your veins and everything. It, it, it's a very debilitating um Yes. Hey, Peter, have you and Akiko had a chance to check out the St. Genevieve Museum Learning Center, the official dinosaur museum uh, in the state of Missouri yet? 
Yeah, we were there last night. Uh, How, I let people know there. I've been there, and I haven't been there in the last couple of years after the find. But I, I was like, wow, this is a pretty damn good place. Would you say it's a good place people should check out in St. Genevieve? It's it's an amazing uh, museum. Uh, I think you know you you see the 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 front of the building and 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 it looks interesting, but I think uh, it's it's a real uh, gem when you go inside the. Uh, the amount of um, artifacts and fossils and just the story it tells is uh, really compelling. It's really comprehensive. Um, you have um, artifacts from cultures from all over the world. You have historical artifacts from, you know, the earliest sort of uh, settling of nice. um, Missouri by uh, from Native Americans through fur traders and miners up to um, you know, the civil war and on. So it's, it's a really great place to visit and, yeah. and get a slice of local, but also world history. Yep. I had a chance to go in there because, uh, and check it out, but, uh, they do a terrific job. I just wanted to make sure it's a great trip for people. Um, not only in the St. Louis area, but the Midwest, if you're traveling through, I mean, Definitely. you can learn a lot of different things and not just about, as we were talking about with dinosaurs, we'll show pictures before the end of the show. Joe's been, our, our, our engineer has been hit with about a hundred different pictures today of tall people. <laughs> He's and trying the one, to, the one that you just sent is, uh, it, it, I have to convert it to okay, a Okay, that's file. fine. We'll, we'll let people know. Because it's, it's so big. Um, but, uh, Peter and Akiko, you have to do us one favor. When you click out, can you please record the conversation you have about what just took place yes. and send it to us? Because our listeners are like, man, <laughs> those two people are like, what the hell did I just jump into? Is there yes. a tab on the... On the well, there might be. Yeah, we'll look. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to join us. Peter, you guys will have to join us on a regular day, Monday through Thursday, yeah, we'll, when we're not talking crazy stuff. Mm. Oh, well, well this normally was, this was fun. <laughs> no, you guys, you are guys super were not crazy. You're great. You're awesome. If you would have had Thank freshmen you. come into your class like this, you would have failed them all immediately. They're I all feel like out of my class. I would have flunked because I still am disappointed. Dinosaurs aren't purple, and so I've never I felt like such a lunatic talking to these. Two well, very serious scientists about Bar uh, Barney is coming people. back. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> this is the best. They're making a new Barney. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, and they could have been purple. They, yeah. You don't I know. Sleep, maybe maybe their blood came to the top of the skin layer in the epiderm. That's probably I, the coolest thing I learned today. We don't know colors yeah. of dinosaurs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see you're brainwashed. That. Green is not always the best. Or people. I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hey, Akiko, thank you for sitting through. Sorry you had to deal with this. We, we apologize. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the eye roll. I give that same eye roll. Yeah, I know. So do I. Uh, seriously, Peter Mack and Vicky and Akiko, thank you so much for joining us today, guys. A wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge, and um, we certainly wish you the best. And if you guys have any information that comes out or studies or things of that nature, let us know. We'll, we'll have you back on. You're a super popular guest, and people certainly like the education. And we're very serious Monday through Thursday. Okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a casual Friday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, it is. Yeah. See you guys. Thank you so much. Okay. That was a lot of fun. That was a whole lot. I have Wait never till get felt the... crazier than I feel but, today. Hey, no, but Tab, no, but here's the thing. Tabitha, I give you so much credit, and I do. Number one, we produce content. Number two, on Fridays, we get a little out of the box, and you've done your research, and you brought points forward, and you weren't afraid to say it, and you tried to back it up with some things. I appreciate you doing it, Tabitha. I, I do, do too. Well, I well I appreciate I you guys appreciating it. And, and what I really wanted to talk about, and I'm so glad, and Paul, uh, Peter was the perfect person 
to come on and talk to us about this is how the fossilization process works. That makes mm-hmm. sense. And how, how you know, in, and to talk about the museum, because again, if you look at the museum, uh, the museum, the Field Museum, the, the Natural Museum of Natural History and Science, they all say when you come into our museum, what you're seeing are fossilized bones. Not real bones, fossilized bones. But, but like Peter pointed out, fossilized bones are real bones. Well, when you, yeah, it's organic material. It's carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. It's uh, proteins, like he said. The way they looked at me, I will, I'm going to go back and record that little segment and play it for myself. But but you know what came out of this today? (laughs) You know what came out of this today? We met a Kiko. Is that none of us on the. She looked at me like this lady is crazy, but I love them both. I don't care. This is fantastic. Because it is a good thing to take your to take your weird skepticism or what you might believe or yes. what or or be able to look in the mirror and say, you know, I believe aliens are true are real, and then have scientific evidence to prove they're not. So are you or the opposite? Be, or, right, or the opposite? One. So are you going to listen to science next week when we talk whether the Earth is flat or not? It's not flat, and okay. I'll, I'll sit here in that chair and listen <laughs> and, to you guys. And there's going to be make asses of yourself. I will and that's take fine. on Tabitha's role next week. Yeah, this is not the Truman Show. <laughs> You know what? I believe, Vic, there is part of you, it may be more bigger part than I even think, who actually thinks the flat the earth Science, is flat. I there's Tabitha. Some, there's some no it's she's true. not it's saying true, Eric. she thinks that. She says that Vic thinks Vic that. thinks it. I know there's there part are of some Vic scientific questions no, that can't no. be answered no, against flat earth. That's all I'm saying. So how do you fly around the earth? Exactly. And we're we're if gonna get flat. A, so we're gonna get into that next week. You Friday. don't. How do you start at the arch, fly all the way around the Earth, and end up back on the other they, side of the Intercontinental earth? ballistic missiles have proved that there, are no, there is no such thing as a flat Earth. I love it. It's not going to happen. Should we cancel the segment? Yes. <laughs> no. No. Just Because there are so many people who believe the Earth is flat. It's there not, are, Eric, I was shocked at how many all people. all the time. Because you know why? Because of TikTok. Robert says you're crazy, Eric. It's a straight line. That's why. Who said that? Robert. Oh, Robert. There's a lot of people who believe it. Which is why it is a good segment to do. We are, we're going to stay with it. We're going we're gonna to keep it. Well, I'm fascinated to know how. They can't square so much stuff. It's unbelievable. They can't square anything. That's why I'm like, with aviation talking about. With aviation or with uh, you know Christopher Columbus, you can't square any of your, that stuff. What Paul, if, we'll get to Antarctica someday. Have you heard <laughs> something new I've been I'd hearing? rather do Antarctica than Flat Earth. We're going to do well, that. We'll do both. We have lots of Fridays okay. to get. We'll do Just stay away from TikTok and Facebook for about a year and you'll be fine. <laughs> what were you saying, Tabitha? There are people who believe, and I don't, I can't wrap my brain around this, who believe that what we have been taught mm. about the earth and what the earth looks like and what we see from space or whatever is not the, not the case at all. There are people who believe that what we see and visually, as far as we can possibly travel as humans, is just a little tiny dot. It's right. It's because just it's, a little tiny. Well, dot. that's because we have the firmament over us, and we're really not truly going outside okay. of the firmament. Lizzie, help me. That's what they say. Lizzie. That's what they say. <laughs> I, I'm just still back to the fact that Barney's coming back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what? I'm excited. It's fine. About that. I wanted to ask him if Jurassic Park could happen, if there was like some little piece of amber somewhere that we could get a DNA sample of or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be best of all. Eric pilots that fly from the north to the southern hemisphere to answer your question. Okay, what about it? You can keep going and end up at the north hemisphere again. We need tacos and tequila here right now. By the way, that's what Winty says for Cinco de Mayo today, oh. starting at 7. That would have been good. We could have been eating Tacos and tequila, baby. Yeah. Tequila Winty, right 7 p.m. and on. 
I am venturing into the city today. Yeah. Oh, okay. good oh. for you. We're going to see what happens. Good luck with that. Yes. Say, we, tell Kimmy that we said hi. Hey, you know what? Speaking of which, here's what we'll do. <laughs> I might see uh, her. We'll take a quick break. We'll show you our advertising <laughs> and our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to break down the Kim Gardner situation. We hit it a little bit to start the show. It is a free-for-all fun Friday where we have things, but we'll get into that. We'll also show you the funny video of Trump impersonating Biden. We tried to do it earlier in the week. We've been slammed. <laughs> and we're going to talk about mud fossils. And mud fossils. Haven't you had enough? Okay, quick break. Pictures. Haven't you had enough Rojo. humiliation we'll do a quick for one break day? And we'll come no, back and we'll I'm do not it. Humiliated. She's like, Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment white glove exotic services check them out at cancel marco wait what no response hi i'm curtis barks with complete auto body and repair offering full service and auto repair to st louis and st charles we are looking for someone to say polo that's right we are hiring we want you now if you would like to work in a well-paying environment then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six complete auto body and repair locations will you help me find that missing person please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE that's right 636-488-4473 dad and service oh yeah and service Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during a solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis. Any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like Absolutely, does, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job. So make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Welcome back, everybody. What is that, Joe? Oh. I don't giant. know. It was, it was an accident is what that okay, was. Okay. Uh, welcome back in to cancel this. We're tr- we got a lot to get to here real quick. Tabitha didn't get a chance to talk about mud fossils. Go ahead, Tabitha. Here we go. Yes, mud, mud fossils. Or we won't get to it. 
Joe has silenced me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> He's like, I've had enough of you today. No more mud fossils. All right, Tabitha the Hassle is going to prove this. This isn't going to take fossils. very long for me to talk about. This. All right, okay. Mud fossils. Yeah. Are what a lot of people believe. What at one point that the uh, giant humans roamed the earth. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. And at some point, what we see as mountain ranges and all this other stuff are actually humans mm-hmm. that were fossilized in a way like Pompeii when you see the bodies in Pompeii. And what is it true? Is it not true? I don't know. But there's a guy out there. I'm not going to play the video because it's too long. You can go out there and just look up the word mud fossils on Facebook. You can see this guy's video. And he makes a video where he has a giant heart. And he, and he said, this is a, a human heart. I've had it x-rayed. I've had it DNA tested. It comes back as human DNA. You can see where all the blood vessels are. Mm. And he claims that all geodes mm. are actually at one point were bone. And a lot of the rocks that we see around us are actually prehistoric bone that now look like rock. Mm. And so, Projo, if you can play, if you just go through the slide of photos right now, mm-hmm. that'll be the first thing we'll do. Right. And we can talk over the photos. You know what I see every day? But, we had that one. And I want to explain what pareidolia is. Pareidolia is when you see faces and everything. You can look sometimes at someone's shirt. It kind of sounds like pareidolia. And you see what pareidolia means yeah. that you see a face and everything. But but some of these, how do you explain this? It, I mean, that's a mountain range that some people claim was a, a, a giant person. Looks like a big Indian. There's a lot of people who believe our mountain ranges are actually people mm-hmm. who what? died. This is great, weird, crazy and stuff. I'm not saying it's true or that I believe this. I'm yeah, just saying there are exactly. people who do believe this. I see cloud fossils and like uh, and I, when this. i lay on my back i can see like little baby bears oh, exactly that's, alien, that's an yep. alien head isn't it i don't know what it is that looks like an alien head Ooh. or lemon head a lemon and, head <laughs> and if you go out that looks there, like a skeleton <laughs> yeah there's that skull form she, that it, there's no soft these are some fun picks these are great picks for paradise <laughs> Tabitha, you're the most interesting person on the planet you should, you, corona, you should be doing the corona. You should be doing the corona commercials. But what, but look at this. This <laughs> is a, this is the top of a mountain range with what looks like two human skulls poking out. Mm. I don't see that one. They died. Well, as see, lovers. there's like that's a the the eye sockets up here, and that's a, just part of like a skull. Mm-hmm. Or oh, but it's really a rock. But they're okay. yeah rock formations. But rocks, as we know from just talking to Peter, rocks are fossils. Oh, she tricked us. Fossils are rocks. She tricked us. Well, how she do you got explain the, this giant She got the Eric? paleontologist to tell us that, that, that bones turn into rocks. Correct. And now she's using it against us. That's correct. Tabitha, you're a damn genius. She is. Go, girl. She's using it against us. Because now there's a foot. There's a lot of people That's who cool believe, picture. a lot of people who believe that at some point way back, billions of years ago, yes. that giant humans roamed the earth. Okay. There's a well, lot in the of Bible. people it who believe the Bible. that. Was that the last photo? That's oh, like a bear those paw. Are some, those are some good photos. Yeah, those, those are, are good. Really good. That's photos. good stuff, man. And there are people who go out. If you go, if you go online, see that looks like a person. That guy's down. asleep. That looks like Eric. That's me right around eight o'clock in the morning. Every morning. I can see it. That's exactly I'm the just picture. Kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. It's more like eight o five. And this is a guy. If you go back and look at a video, there's the guy that explains. See these things he has here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one here at the very top that's sticking up at the top. He claims is a heart. And if you go and look at this, he explains how f- 
fossils are made. He goes through this whole process on his video. It's a really fascinating video, too long and too slow for us to play. But he shows these different rocks and geodes. And, you know, you can see how he has had them x-rayed, how he has had them DNA tested. And these are just ordinary rocks you can go out and find, like, at a park are actually human bones from, you know, tens of thousands, yeah. hundreds of thousands of of years Mud ago. Mud Fossils would be a great name for a St. Louis band because these old ass dudes have bands. That's a mm-hmm. Tonight at the Pageant. And some of, them, some of them look like human <laughs> forms. Some of them look like animal forms. But I will tell you what. Do, do you believe this stuff? Yes or no? I'm I'm nah, open no. to interpretation. Really no. Okay. But I'm open to I'm go. open to the idea because if you listen to the people who do believe it talk about it, there are face group Facebook groups out there who talk about it. And and something that I thought was really fascinating, and Joe has a video, I don't know if we'll have time to play it, but the video and this goes to show you How long our, is the video? I told him to only play two minutes of it. Oh damn. so but we don't we don't have to play. So it. all we'll you do have to all you have to do is all you have to do. I thought is, I had a whole segment. All you to have talk to do it. is use a sledgehammer, and you can fix. You can literally come to this surmise the, the if it's a rock or if it has any kind of organic. Well, matter there's in an it. entire mountain range, and we'll we'll get into it on another Friday. But there is an entire mountain range out there that looks like it would be a mountain. It looks like it would be rock. Could it be carvings from another planet? No, well, we know what it is, and it's actually could petrified it be the same wood. stuff that's on Mars? It's an entire mountain of petrified wood. And you can go to this mountain well, let's play range. T- let's play two minutes of the video, and then we'll get into Kim Gardner. Is that cool? Well, this is a different video. Do you have the video of the oh. petrified mountain? You guys need a producer, both you guys, because <laughs> you guys should know. You should be able to guys, overwhelm Guys, so us. funny and bizarre. Look at that. No, that's not the video. I, I like this one, though. I like this one. This is a good one. Okay, you know what that was? That was the Bud Light video. Now we're cooking with Chris. That was at Fenway Park. Good job, Joe. Fenway Park. Joe. Then Joe's like, I'm not running. That but now you got to now you got to just. There you gotta, were zero. Now people. you got to play it. You got to slam Fridays. on the brakes. There were zero people in line <laughs> Hold on. to buy AB products. Everybody, take a the vote. Are there mud stage. fossils or not? You raise your hand. I say no. Vic, well, you haven't no. even looked at it Vic, or seen it. We we touched. I thought I had a whole no. segment on it today, yeah. but we just touched. If this was on a it. grand, we'll talk about it another. If this day. was a grand jury, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't bring this to trial. Now we let's had, get to Bud Light. You brought it up three times, Tabitha. You had mud fossils to talk with Peter about, and you didn't. Yes! No, no, no. That P- Peter was not my. That was subject. when you were supposed my, to bring that no, in. No, no, no. He was not my segment. My tabs take was going to be. Mud Girl, fossils. you need to start doing your we'll homework. We'll do it another. I. We'll do it another. No, Friday. no, 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 no. I digress. If you are if, if you haven't made your case for mud fossils yet, then go. No, no, no. We got so many things to cover today that are not, far more important than not really i need no because I, here's what i love about this show is it on the show we can say this free is, for all friday this is a theory that's on the tiktoks and we just disproved it i love that we just proved that dinosaur bones are literally dinosaur bones well we proved that dinosaur bones are fossils <laughs> They are fossilized, but they're rocks, actually. Did we not prove to you today that it's just it's just old bones? It. And and yes, it, but they are fossilized bones. When you go to the museum, those are not bones you're looking at. Like you can't take the bone out of my arm and build mm. me at the museum. I have to be fossilized first. Yes. All right. <laughs> I thought you said that you agreed with him. I agree with him that they're fossilized bones. But there were dinosaurs 200 million years ago. But you know what Amy says? The reason why Bud Light commercial came on Pro Joe was because they're going to be a fossil soon. Oh, I like that. That was good. 
also true. Down twenty seven percent in sales. And no, Paul, I was not intimidated, but I do respect Peter, and I was I felt silly asking him some of these questions. There's no question about it. No, you shouldn't. But someday, when we have more time on a Friday, we will talk about the mud fossils. And in, in, in the meantime, <laughs> you guys can go out and look it up online. There are face gr- Facebook yeah. groups yeah. where they talk about the mud fossils, and they show how they are also fossilized bone, just like But what's wrong with are. that? I guess it's like the elements did their... Fossils of it's bone, like, end of story. It's like the dinosaurs J. did their role. They were no, born and they walked fossils. around in the earth. And then, and, then, <laughs> and then the elements did their job. And they if basic- we can believe that dinosaurs existed, why can't we believe giant humans existed? Aaron says... He just earth disproved very, that too. He didn't disprove anything. Because our tallest guy was eight feet tall and he had a hard time standing up himself. How can you have a 24-foot Because that dude? was a different story. His, he was not proportionate because he had this golly or whatever it was. But, but We sound like geniuses. You know that? We are the geniuses of St. Louis. Donna says Kim soon to be You're a gonna mud fossil. You're going to make me choke to death. Anyway. I'm going to tell you the chat line today has been hysterical. Comments, I can only imagine. I am having a ball All with right. them. Well, so let's fun. get to something we know something about. Beer, go. Yeah, beer. Uh, 27% down. Bud Light sales. Miller up 20%. Nice. So they're rocking and Miller's rolling. good. I never really gave it a shot till recently. Um, I, they, you're a marketing guy. I said it to start the show. Arguably the best campaign of all time when it comes to beer tastes great less filling Mm -hmm. and who they used Mm -hmm. in their commercials and it ran forever and ever and ever and ever they did a terrific job so that's what we know with the beer side um we've got uh nicole jenkins she was a super super guest very popular when she came on st louis area businesswoman she left the city of st louis because she was tired of dealing with the crime uh, Kim Gardner and crew not doing much about it. She was also still frustrated with what's happening with the mayor, the current mayor, and is just wanting people in St. Louis to wake up. And I, and when she talked to us, she left the city of St. Louis, I believe, because she's like, you can't do business here. Um, no. She she reached out to us didn't she Lizzie? Yeah, yeah she did she definitely reached out to us because she said we're definitely the platform that understands what's going on in st louis and we'll give her a voice and she she i don't know how much she's going to go into this but she has a big plan mm-hmm. and that's why she's running a little bit late of leaving or adding to where she's at now nice I, I, it, it's weird st louis is she she's not the lawyer that that resigned and then did the the like hour-long press conference with channel five the other day was she no No. okay that was the woman who i spoke to man i'll tell you what you go watch that interview i think it was with channel five or four one of the two and they were on the street they were just on the steps of the courthouse or something like that the fear in her face it's like you could chew on it it was like my god this place is nuts i gotta get out of here i'm a liberal i wanted to work here it was my dream job and i got to go and it, you watch that and you're like, you don't even know probably half the story of what's happening in that office right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bet I do. I'm And then how much does that translate over to City Hall with Tashara's people? Well, right. that's that's yeah. what's interesting is, and Tashara sat back, but there she's not, okay, let me say this in the way I'm trying to be as polite as I can. The best thing that could have happened for Tashara was Kim Gardner. Exactly. Because, I got to process that one. Say yes. that again. The best thing that has happened for Tashara Jones, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion, is Kim Gardner. Because <laughs> okay. Kimmy's getting blamed for everything. Well, the only she, thing I'll the say... The attention goes there 
as opposed to the mayor, because we already know the city is, number one, the, the biggest issue is crime, but two, there's not businesses going into there. No. You don't no. have income propping up the city. You have a bunch of income that came in from a couple different things, from COVID money and then the RAM settlement. Um, so then you've got to see where that's going to take place. Um, but what you have, and, and, and we'll get into more of this in just a few minutes with what's happening yeah. with this whole situation regarding the city of St. Louis, it is a national story. Mm-hmm. Now we move on. You get worse before it gets better, as Tabitha said. That's what's going to happen. And now who is going to be the replacement? And guess what? Mike Parsons, step on up to the plate. You get to pick another guy. Will there be fallout? from people from because now it's kim quitting it's not her being removed from office well th- and this was the best way to do it but bailey said he's still going to go after her did you hear that no i did not so it's like it, bailey isn't taking his gloves off yet because she's still here till june 1st that's a long ass time it is that's a long how well, many people can get of, yeah. killed in the next 35 days you know what I'm saying? How many people can get hurt because there's a prosecutor that's not coming in with the messaging like, you kill anybody, you steal anything, we're coming after your asses. How how much damage can she do in 30 days in this city? Right, right. So Bailey's like, great. I'm glad you. I'm glad you quit. Fantastic. Um, but we're still coming after you. Get your stuff and get out of that damn office right now. That's what he said yesterday on on air. So. My, I guess my point is that she's trying to have it her way. She's trying to go out on her own terms. Yeah. Well, as long as she, she would have to actually start working to, to do something. Well, that's the thing is if you are in breach of your contract and you are legitimately going to night school and or day school to become a, a an RN or an LPN or whatever it is she's trying to be, you are in breach of, of your contract. No, it is. And, and that's what she was saying. And Nicole Jenkins has just arrived in studio, too. So she's going to come on in. And we're going to talk with Nicole here. We'll get her rocking and rolling. Lizzie, can you bring her in, please? I appreciate it so much. It just, St. Louis is tired. And we're a national tired of being just the shit show that it is. And it starts with a new circuit attorney. And it needs to do it yes. continue with the damn mayor. That's where you start with yes. it. And people have to have some sort of care. They have to have some sort of desire for things to change. Nicole Jenkins was one of those people. She was trying to get change. She's joined us on our show before. She was yes. trying to do whatever she could, at least to bring some attention forward with everything. And when Kim Gardner is uh, forced to resign, your first thoughts on this, Nicole, were what? Because I'm sure uh, maybe you knew something that we didn't, but were you shocked by this? Um, no, I, I wasn't shocked. I think that, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm feeling very confused about everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a double side for me because, A, I know that crime has been in the city forever. Um, I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think that Kim came in the door, maybe wanted to do the right thing, stop the corruption, mm-hmm. but she lost sight of the crime that was going yes. on. So as as a minority woman, um, where do the businesses stand, especially the black businesses? If you want to attract more, you know, minority businesses, um, I think the opportunity should be that we should be able to run our business. Yeah. And you you can, if you want to stop corruption, that's fine. Um, if you're, you know... You, you're the St. Louis City Circuit Attorney's Office, and and if you want to see things and you want to change, that's okay. But at the same time, you do have to prosecute. Yeah, you can't just let it, you know, get out of hand because there are innocent people 
you know, that are losing their lives. Yeah. There are innocent people that are losing their loved ones. There yeah. are innocent people that are losing their businesses. You know, um, on KSDK, a friend of mine just told me that they said over 500 businesses closed um, while Woo. she was in office. Wow. I don't know if that oh, statistic, my. you know, is correct. But if that Seems is correct, like I do know when I started um I felt very good, started my business, I felt very good about being downtown. Yeah. I heard yes. that the soccer stadium was coming. You know, I chose not to open up in the city of Atlanta, which was a thriving business. So yeah. I moved back to St. Louis mm -hmm. to, you know, to start a business yeah. and to make history. Um, but it quickly um, um, got into, I mean, the crime just, some of the crime wasn't even being, you know, um, aired. Yeah. Um, and, and there was a lot. Yeah. But when you're in when you're outside of someone's business and you're shooting 100 rounds, how do you expect anyone to be able to run a business, let alone live there? Yeah. So I think that she lost sight of of what really was at stake. And know? Nicole is the owner at Veterans Advantage Urgent Care. You had a business in the city and then you were forced to move it. I was forced to move. I did not know that. Um, from downtown St. Louis, Washington Avenue. Yeah. Um, I walked outside of my business and I almost got shot. What? After Why they were shooting 100 rounds. After they had shot up the police station. Yeah. Well, you're right. Okay, so I have pictures back in 1989. Mm -hmm. I'll have to bring them and show them to you. St. Louis. There's on 4th, I think it is, down in downtown St. Louis. Those but. Those businesses are boarded up now. You yes. walk by, you know what I'm talking about? They're, they're literally boarded up down there. We used to be in the city back in 89, I guess it was, right? 90. Mm -hmm. You could walk there safely at midnight from that point to, to the uh, landing. Mm -hmm. We did it all the time. No, no consequences whatsoever. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. Tashara had a chance. She went could have gone down the right road or down the wrong road. I saw her in front of podiums with business leaders saying, we have to make this a safe place. Mm -hmm. We're going to do everything we can. Mm -hmm. But she just never pulled the trigger as a strong leader mm -hmm. to say, Kim Gardner, I love you, but you got to go. She, yeah. that's, don't you think that that's what our mayors, not just St. Louis, but all over the country, they have to say, yeah, the social justice stuff, that's fine. We'll work on that later. But if you commit a crime in the city, you're, you're in jail. I think that because the position that Kim Gardner held, that is a, you know, that state, she, she reports to the state. She doesn't report mm -hmm. to the city. I think that it's going to take, I mean, you, you, you can't fight every monkey in the room, right? Mm -hmm. You, you need the gorillas with you. Right. Right. Yep. But, but she's a voice. So she's a voice, but I didn't see where the gorillas were, you know, helping. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Number two, again, I think that Kim lost sight of what needs to take place, what needs to occur, because you, you, you can stop the corruption, but you do have to prosecute. You got to do the tactical. You, you, you got to yeah. prosecute, you know. Yeah. And I think that, you know, even coming in, let, let's be fair. You know, I like to be fair. You know, St. Louis City, it, it's been crime in the city, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but how do you stop that? You have to make it attractive for police officers. So yeah. whoever, you know, runs the police force, yeah. you have to make it attractive well, for them to Well, let me stop come. you there. She's in, you need to make so it. She doesn't Jones. run. Okay? Tashara Jones is in charge of So that. whoever runs the police force, if you know that crime is out of hand and the prosecuting attorney, they're not, they can't control it. You know, they're not prosecuting. Then the next step is all the gorillas in the room have to work together so here's what you'd have to do then you ha like you just said you have to make it super attractive for the businesses to come back 
for, the, for the residents to come back for the the high skilled individuals that want to work in the in this in the downtown area correct you have to make it real uncomfortable for the criminals correct i do you do and like, to change anything you have to make it uncomfortable right, for them just super uncomfortable and like you said here's where and me and tabitha kind of talk about this a lot it's not the people that are getting shot on Washington and 7th Street. It's the people that come into their business at 7 in the morning and the back door has been smashed in. That happened And that's to not me. on Channel 4 News or yeah. Channel 2 or Channel 5. The back 5. door is being smashed yeah. in. The, 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 they're in front of the businesses with AKs. Yes. And, and, and another thing, again, the, the corruption has to stop. You know, and, and what I want to know is, okay, okay, she's gone. So what's going to happen after this? You got to get rid of the slumlords who's taking the deals. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You got to get rid of the judges that's taking the deals. Mm-hmm. You, you all, all that, it needs to be broken up. Right. And right. so I, I hope now yeah. that the right thing is going to be done. It's going to, you know, they're going to do the right thing because there are innocent people. There are the business owners where your back door yeah. is smashed in, your glass is busted out. Someone's right. in front of your window with, you know, with an AK. Yeah. Nobody wants to come and visit you downtown exactly. because of doing so. You know, Vic did an interview with me and it was a boarded up window. <laughs> you, you can actually go yeah. to the interview. You can go to the interview. It's yeah. still online. Yeah. Yeah. And the window was yeah. boarded up, and I was like, "God, nobody's really gonna you know come what? and see me." <laughs> Here's the thing: is is people in West County, we want to help. It's like, I mean, people in Ladue, Chesterfield, St. Charles. We want to spread that what's going on there all the way to the city, so that it is everybody has the same thing. Tashara right now has an opportunity one more time to go down this path of we're bringing this thing back and we're doing it the right way. Or she just goes with the social justice. It's that's the case. It's yeah. social justice versus who, who is she? What are you talking? Tashara Jones. Tashara's Tashara, not changing anything. She, Eric? she Eric, has she's to. Not. Let's Eric, look, about, you, hold on, hold on. Do you think that she has to do that? She I, has. I, I, she I has think, to. Let me. Let me. And then we'll hear tab of this point. Okay. So I think, from what I'm seeing, the shift in Tashara. Mm-hmm. I think that Tashara has shifted. Um, and it might be a four shift or it might be her shifting on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think her being the mayor, I think that she sees what's at stake. Yeah. Um, because it took it, it for her to come out and say she needs to step basically down. Yeah. You know, she I, I'm sure that she, she was crossed because it. Kim is, you know, she's another black woman. She's trying, you know, they're yeah. both in politics. Yeah. But I, I think she has the tough skin to say, you know, and she did. Mm-hmm. You have to do some soul searching because yeah. this is not yeah. working. Yeah, but she's talking out of two sides of her mouth because she just did an interview saying, I feel like they're coming down on us for whatever reason it was. No, but she was referring, Eric, to the situation of if the city was going to under police control well, from the state. Okay. That, yeah. was a, that was a little bit of a different side story. What were you talking about from that? I'm going to say that I think we need to look at the reality of the situation, and that is that even with Kim Gardner out of that spot, we're, we may never see St. Louis... Uh, in a peaceful place in our lifetimes. It, it may never happen. It, it's going to be a long... That's sad. It is sad. That is sad. But look where we've come since the 1950s. My family's from St. Louis. It, okay. We've come a long way, unfortunately. And it continues to decline. Yes, we can replace Kim Gardner, and, and hopefully that will make some good improvements. But in the long run, you know, the city's in a bad place. It's not going to get any better. So in the meantime, what do business owners do? They because leave. That's exactly what they're they, doing. They they're leave. Late. I mean, it, it is right very... I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, 
I know that running my businesses shouldn't be this stressful. Exactly. I know that I have a good yeah. business model. Mm-hmm. I'm getting calls from all over yeah. to, to put my business somewhere else. Yes. You know, but I'm still hopeful that we can change some things. And the first thing that we really need to change in St. Louis, we always talk about, you know, the, the, the segregation, you know, the, this part of St. Louis. And for me living in Atlanta to St. Louis, we do have a huge segregation problem. We have, mm-hmm. we have a socioeconomic gap that has never been closed, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and I think that we're getting better with that. And I think it's going to take some time. But, you know, we're very cliquish. You know, we we we're we're in this clique. And if you're not in this clique, and it doesn't matter if you're black or white, it kind of you outcast. If you're if you're not black enough, then you're not in my group. Right. If if you don't, you know, you're from the city and you got to have you ever been told you're not black enough. Oh, I've been told that I'm not black enough. All the time. I don't change up the <laughs> oh way I, I talk because mm-hmm. I'm diverse. I don't I don't change up who I am. Right. I still give back to the community. Right. But at the same time, I, I'm a realist. Yeah. And I and I look at both sides and I'm very black. Yeah. I'm 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 black enough. I'm yeah. blacker than black, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I have friends that are Indian, that are yeah. white, that are yeah. I mean, my mom put me in a yeah. You know, in a different setting as a child. And mm-hmm. I like that because your mind can never grow. Yeah. So the people that tell me that I'm not black enough yeah. are other minorities who who mind it hasn't been expanded yeah and 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 this is not to talk down on them but you have to expand your mind so when you come to me come to me correct because i still know how to fight and i still know how to check you and give you a black girl because you've brought some conservative ideas when it comes to business common sense to the city that people (laughs) like how dare you even try that because that goes against what we're about in the city that are it wealthy white business owners who don't understand me and say, how dare you? You don't get a chance to be in the game. And I say, oh, yes, I do. I'm glad you bring that up. So how dare you? It's the full story. So I get both sides. I get hit, you know? And you got to be tough. If you can make it in St. Louis, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. But we do have a problem here. And until politicians face this problem, yeah. you know, I'll tell Democrats all the time, guess what? Stop saying what's black enough, what's not black enough, and just let people in and expand your mind. Huh. And I'll tell Republicans yeah. all the time, stop wearing blue suits and being so stiff. You need to let black people in because there are black people that want to, yeah. you know, learn about conservative values, that want to grow their businesses. So everybody isn't bad, you know. You're going to keep losing yeah. if you keep fighting that battle. Yeah. And I, I'd hate to see St. Louis turn into just a ghost town, but uh, we, we do have a unique opportunity because we could show the world that St. Louis, the, the Ferguson effect started here, boom. We could show the world that we know how to fix this stuff and be a template for New York, Los Angeles, Seattle, and say, everybody can get along. We can fix it. It starts with exactly what you're talking about. If there's no security, there's no field to even play on because no business is going to come back here to St. Louis. You're going to leave. And you know what's so funny when Vic says that? It's like it's like you're leaving and you have people talking down on you for leaving. It's like you can talk all you want, but I'm going to be safe and I'm going to go to I don't know, Winsville. Winsville seems safe, and you can start a successful business there and say, yeah, I left the city 10 years ago. It was not livable. I just left a business meeting in St. Charles County. <coughs> Darlene Prairie, they exactly. want to put me out there. Uh, go! <laughs> I'm going to go, but you know what? I'm going to stay in the city because I understand. we continue to run from this yes. problem. Well, we got we to stay. We, we you got to do what's best for you, though. 
it's going to be best for me because I'm not going to run. If I have to sit down with Tashara. Then run for Tashara, mayor. I'll vote for you. I don't want, I don't want that position. Okay, never you mind. You but don't if, live in St. Louis City, Eric. No, I guess but you're right. if I if I if I have to sit down with Tashara and anybody else, I will. You know, because I do want to see the city grow. Let's talk about St. Louis City. Let's talk about St. Louis. St. Louis City has so much to offer. Yes, we. I mean, we have a cheap, economical like way of living. Okay, you know, we. I mean, we need a better transportation system, but um, we have good things. We got good food. We yeah. got good music. You know, St. Louis is is not. We can yeah. be the mecca. Yeah. You know. Yes. Um. And and we're right yes. in the middle. We're we're country. We're southern. You. Know, yeah. No, we we're, we're we're Midwesterners. We're all of that, yeah. and we need to learn how to you know embrace what mm. we have. Yeah. Stop running from what we have, yeah. and we need to learn how to accept the truth and stop running. Well, from why can't the truth. why can't the truth just be the truth? It's like we had today a, a discussion about dinosaurs, and they might not be dinosaurs. And we're like, what the hell? Sometimes you just got to see what's in front of you. Here's the bone. Just call it what it is. Crime is a zero tolerance game in St. Louis. Zero tolerance. As a matter of fact, what we used to do, it's, that didn't even work. If you commit a crime, you're going to jail and you're not coming out. Bail has been off the table now, at least for the next two years. Or if you commit a crime and it's a harsh crime, we got to also look at mental health. And and people are, are snapping every day. Oh yeah, well, and it is very hard. From what? From what? No, Eric Tablet talked about this. Go out. People are doing things that are just. Crazy. Is it drug induced? No. Let me tell you. Some of it is drugs. So on the wealthy side, is drugs. Uh, on the on the on the impoverished side, it's you can't really make it. You know, they they St. Louis makes it really hard for you to make it here, and, and no matter how much you try, when you're impoverished, they they do. You know, I, I can say that I've had better opportunities elsewhere and I'm not about the handouts. I'm mm -hmm. about trying to, you know, get somewhere. Yeah. But when you're in a community where there's nothing, yeah. there's a food desert. Yeah. What do you expect people to do? Right. Yeah, that's right. And until someone can show you the way. Yeah. You don't really know. You only know what you see. Right. Your environment. Yeah. And that is why all the politicians need to come together. And we need to stop this blame game of what's this and what's that. Yeah. And we need to make St. Louis work for St. Louis people. The wealthy can have their side and, and, and the blacks can have their side. No, that's right. Not, no, and the I don't poor like that. whites can have I their don't side. Like that. I think I think it's okay to do that. Mm. And it's okay to say that. So you're and, saying and it's and it's working in other progressive cities. Yeah. But, but you got to give the people that have their side, you have to give them something to live for as well. You have to offer them something. Yeah. And I don't see St. Louis offering them anything. Okay. I see where I grew up at, poor, impoverished, horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. What What would you say? You said that they're not giving them, um, you know, something to get ahead. What would that be? Like, what would your ideas be? I, I, parks. Better education. You don't. You don't have to live in Rockwood. Our education to have a good, system you know? is not good. Yeah, in and, and, and if you and if you and if you give, if you keep children and families and impoverished neighborhoods, and you give them no education and they lack education, you're going to keep your foot on their necks. And when you keep your foot on their necks, that means that you can come and run as a politician under identity politics. And when you run as I, uh, under identity politics, that means I'm going to give you two or three hundred dollars for you to vote for me. And these people are poor. What would you do if I was poor and I had nothing and you come and give me something and, and I have nothing? Happening. I'm going to take it. And that is the system yeah. that we're running off of. And 
that system has to be stopped. Well, there's about 30 things that make up St. Louis what it is today in a not-so-positive standpoint. Kim Gardner being the focal point now because of the lack of prosecution in the situation. We know what's going on with the mayor. Now we have a situation coming up where the, the governor is going to appoint her replacement. Um, if she was going to leave office, I'm glad she quit not being removed. Uh, in my humble opinion, the supporters that she does have and have still uh, that quiets them a little bit because she quit um but i still don't are think con- are you concerned with who the governor may put in this position i'm not concerned with you know why because i think the crime is so out of control right now mm-hmm. i don't even care who parson put in this position because she did such I, a bad I, job I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, but, these people it's out of control right now i don't even think they're going to be able to control them no mm-hmm. eric it's i it's, think you're right Eric, it's it's, it's so uh, sad because we all love St. Louis. It's we the flood. All love St. No, Louis, it's the man. flood. The dam breaks yeah. and the water's going everywhere. You can start to stop the flood, but that flood's still going to continue even gotta after let the, wa- the water. You got to let the water kind of drain. And then it, it, dra- yeah. it it's a it's it a that's mess. a good analogy. It's a mess. That was a good analogy, city. and it's going to continue. I, I, I on think and that on and on. I think that a we need to attract more police officers. I think B, um, just locking people up is not just, is not the answer. You you can put them in the cage, but guess what? That's still not going to be the answer. I think it's going to take some, some real intervention to come in. Yeah. And really get to the bottom. Maybe of some, maybe some PSA. Could PSAs work? Some, uh, if, yes. if two, yeah. four and hey, five. Cam- Yes. This is your brain on drugs. This is your remember that campaign. How about some truancy officers to a get these kids off the street? How about too. putting oh, some money damn. into the education educational system yeah. um, and, and Nicole, get them back into schools? I don't think people understand really how bad it. I lived in the city cumulatively ten years in in St. Louis City. Part of that time on four years on Washington Avenue. Yeah, my family has property in the city. We have uh, tenants who get their houses getting broken into, their garages getting broken into, right down off Kings Highway. I don't think people realize that. It's not just a couple of blocks. It's such a big, widespread problem. The crime it is, is and Nicole, it will never be. I don't. I, I feel hopeless. I don't feel, see how we can ever solve. A this. good friend of mine, his wife owns Winties over here in the Chesterfield Valley. Uh-huh. Ben's in the process of leaving the city. He gave the city a shot, and he's leaving. He's Wait, bringing what? Ben's. Well, there's his, some news. Well, breaking. no, I mean his third. He's been working on it. He's bringing his thirty million dollars of revenue. And leaving St. Louis City and coming out to that? Chesterfield, but he's like, I gave it a shot. And I mean, and I, I feel like ready. you know, being a being a small business owner, I, I finally had some money saved up, and I had to use every quarter I had to move. Yeah, you know. But you'll make uh, it back in tenfold if you come out to Dardine Prairie. Trust me. Oh, I, I, I know I'm gonna make it. Was out it a good? Tenfold. Was it a good meeting? <laughs> It was a Come very on. good meeting, Mayor uh, Godway and, <laughs> and Jennifer Whitehead Meyer. Yeah. Um, we will, I will be. Um, we're looking at where the Hallmark store is at, off of. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, it's been vacant for a while. Yes. Where the Schnooks is at, yeah. and we're looking at making that VAUC. And there's a lot of those guys because Delmar Gardens is right down the damn street. Yes. So we are. Um, I have a. It's lot like of mud support. fossils in in uh, in St. Charles. By the way, <laughs> Nic- Nicole's business is Veterans Advantage Urgent Care. It was the first urgent care for veterans. In the entire country much needed so genius yes. it, it was a great idea and still a great idea and you still have it and i'm so glad that it's still going on but i'm not moving out of the city that's the thing i right? know you're fighting I'm, with I'm yourself fighting. i moved yeah. out of washington but i'm not I, I'm, I'm gonna lizzie can we bring can we have christy come in too while uh i'm not moving while nicole's talking you don't want to move you don't you say that now i might I, run for office you're going to run for office i might it's whoa in you st could. louis i might come on 
I feel oh, like it's needed. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be that would be awesome, Chris. Can you go over to your man Eric and show Cute this little baby? Well, when you make when you make an announcement, Nicole, you have to let us know because I've, I've been people thinking want about you, it. People want you to do that. They've been wanting we'll, me to do it, it for years, but I've I've been thinking about it, and I, and I think ah, oh, that's okay. Will that be my mascot? Yeah. <laughs> It's a free-for-all Friday, as we know. That's Christy, Christy's Eric's girlfriend. That is the birthday gift so, that Eric bought Christy. We've been promising so and asking. For, Christy, how's it been? Can you tell us about Spectre? What kind of goat is that? Sorry, I'm short. No. <laughs> Shorter um, than He's a pygmy goat. He's, so he's a little cute. mini goat. He's not, yeah. Look at him. He's like, what am I? Can I take him to Cinco de Mayo with me today? Yeah. <laughs> so is is that so? It's is it a house goat? Explain what that is. He's, he's a house goat. It's you the Save St. Louis goat. See his diaper? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, he's got a di- Okay, I got the Save St. Louis goat. He sleeps yeah. This is the Save St. Louis goat. It's Spectre saving so, St. Louis. Cute. <laughs> One neighborhood. So is what? What is it like having Specter? Does Specter sleep? How does he eat? How does he interact with the dogs? He eats all day. He <laughs> sleeps in a kennel in the house in a dog bed, and he loves. Oh it. my gosh! Aww. I have. That, it's beautiful. Thank you. Hi. Say hi. <laughs> I have a pit bull, and they love each other. Aww. Okay. So when I that go. when that interaction went, how did that go, Joe? I sent you a picture of those two. If you in the and you have to deciphered through the thousand oh there they are can yeah, you guys so that's sol- a pit bull can you solve a mystery for us did he escape he did escape ah we knew okay it. tell us the story Poor what the heck thing. happened so he went he was outside eating grass my backyard's a little over an acre and he escaped out of the back gate <laughs> it was closed but i guess there's like a spot big enough for him to get out yeah and he went on a rendezvous for like five hours. That's so cute. Down by a creek. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love Down it. Down by the creek. Well, people were on Facebook posting about this goat and we're like, that's got to be Eric. The goat, goat is yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> he's the cutest thing. He's very snuggly. Spectre looks like a poser. Like he's ready for pose. He's like, yeah, there it is. Get my good side. Spectre, so I got a proposal for Spectre. All right, what is it? Okay, so all my friends, if you're watching... I know people were watching the last show. They were excited that I was on. Everybody wants me to come back on radio, but that's not happening. But it might happen, like, because I love radio. I was just talking to Lizzie about this. First, I want you to buy some time from Cancel This. Buy some, I mean, donate to them, advertise. Vic has always been a good friend of mine. He's always supported me, and I actually like coming out here. Even though I went to school in Chesterfield, and you guys know how I feel about driving out here. <laughs> okay, but... I will drive. I, I want to make Vic a proposal, and he's going to think about it. I'll talk okay. to Lizzie. All right. We should have like a Wacky Wednesday or something like with Nicole. There's so many controversial topics. Maybe like twice a month. But when I don't want any advertisement money. I don't want anything. Yeah. I want nothing. I want people to donate to the show to keep it going. No, it's done. It's done. We'll, um, do, we'll, we'll talk after the show. That's yeah. right. And I, I'll. Do you I, really you, think you could get here twice a month? No, I could. Okay. <laughs> if, I could. No, I told Liz problem, I could come at eight. The problem but, is, is we already have wacky Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday with Tabitha. Well, make, make it something else, like Black Girl Thursday. Black Girl yeah. Thursday. <laughs> I love it. That's yes. Hilarious. That is yeah. awesome. No, we, that's a great idea. We'll do it. Side Chick Thursday. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Um, you got a meeting right by, here? By the way, and thanks for bringing the good. Yeah, thanks for Spectre. Spectre is like the most down-to-earth, laid-back so cat much. ever. 
Yeah. That is an awesome, awesome goat. It's going it's to suck goats. your breath out one night when you're sleeping. Tabitha, you'd be great with a goat, but the problem is you work too much. I do. You wouldn't be home enough I to take care I can't even have a cat. I'm not even home enough for uh, Yeah, and by the way, you came on a little bit late in the show today, but yeah. um, Helen, and it's interesting from the chat line, Nicole Jenkins is such a real person. Would love her in any local office. Oh, I agree. Oh, thank yes. you. You guys um, know no, I'm going to lock everybody uh, up. No, but you're the real. Including no. your mother, too. And your brother, if he committing to cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but What's but, controversial but, about hey, But, Nicole, you're the real deal. And <laughs> you have so many friends who are Democrats who are in positions of power to help make decisions, just like you have so many Republican friends. And we're always talking about, damn, I know it, it sounds good. Oh, you got to work together. But yeah. you know how far Republicans and Democrats are, especially yeah. in the state of Missouri. Why is You that? know what makes me the happiest? What? Is that I still got my hood friends. Would you go, okay. My friends call me and say, you're like the realist. You well, never I'm glad, but some of them, you they say you you're not black enough, though. Do you have Tashara's? Not, not my real hood friends. Do you have okay. Tashara's number on your cell phone? <laughs> no, but I want to talk to Tashara. I actually do. Okay. I've got Tashara's number. Well, he's got it. But Let's call I'm her not, We're not calling Tashara. Tashara, hey, right. hey. Well, why do I think that the gap is that, what, to piggyback off your question, Vic, um, I don't know. I, 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 I think it's because we never really got along and we should. And I think it's because, like, Republicans won't come down. <laughs> they only come down to the city for, like, Cardinals games and things like well, that. Well, we don't feel wanted. Or and they don't feel wanted. You can think about that for a that second. That is not hold true. On, hold on a second. The, the only thing I'll say about Republicans is, is when you run a, for a race and you get blown out by 90 points in St. Louis, you're like, well, I guess they don't want us here. They don't want our, our thinking here. And the thinking of a conservative is basically what we just talked about. Safety, mm -hmm. economic development, yeah. right? Um, we want things to stay normal. We don't want this. We don't want a critical race theory put into our schools. We want our kids to learn science and beat the Chinese. The conservative principles are amazing, but we don't hand out money either. It's like we'll we'll make a landscape for you to succeed, but we're not handing out all these checks where you feel like we owe you something. So I'm going to tell you something. Okay. You sound like a 1965 Republican. He's, no, I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm nothing. I'm a. I'm a what? libertarian. I'm You're a, a 2023 I'm, liberal. No, I'm a libertarian. That's what so, I am. But or an okay. independent, I should say. So I, I don't. I, I think that Democrats are afraid of Republicans in this town. I think mm -hmm. Republicans are afraid of Democrats. Right. But it's gonna. It's gonna take a person. It's gonna take like a thousand me. Yeah. Like me to bridge that gap because. You know how many times I walked in rooms and I'm the only, like, I just went to St. Charles County Lincoln and I'm the only black in the room, yeah. right? But I know how to bridge the gap. And we're going to have to bridge the gap in order to make St. Louis work. And those are I some of the Republicans conversations down we'll to have. Terry and Union. But, but you and walking into St. Charles... Not to, I know that we're going, but late, I bought Republicans down to Terry and Union. Right, but you walk into St. Charles, the beauty of that is people in that area want you to succeed and they're going to help you succeed. That's the beauty of of the conservative mindset not 1965 not all of them they make it hard for me too now well they make it hard for everybody but no, they, they don't but they have these weird rules and they want and it and it starts with safety it always what? does start with okay safety. look what you just said okay. that you don't want anything bought upon you the democratic values but then you say but guess what i don't want a republican a republican with the rear rule yeah it, it bring in what I don't agree on, you yeah, know, with yeah. me. I agree on what I agree on. You agree on what you agree on. We can all agree yeah. to disagree. And these are the segments. Yeah. This these are the segments that we'll do, Nicole. We'll ha and we'll talk. We'll plan it all. Right, let's, plan it. let's plan it. And so then we can get more involved in it. 
and really break it down the right way and not try to race through it right now because we're going to end the, the podcast. Yeah, because anyway. it, it'll be fun. We, let's have Black Girl Thursday. I love it. You'll see Vic get really nervous <laughs> to my left. And I have no problem with that. <laughs> Vic always gets really nervous whenever we do these controversial things. You'll see him go, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, I just need I just need my damn margarita and some tacos right and now. I, that's all I need. That's sell out. That's all I need no, right now. We could be the show to, bring, to bridge that gap in yes. St. Louis. Please let's and bridge not, it, and not just in St. Louis, but let it be a model for the country for yes. other cities that are in the same situation. We have to do it. St. Louis has an opportunity. We know there's a problem, and we know New York doesn't know they have a problem. L.A. doesn't think they have a problem. St. Louis knows there. Okay, I want to end the show. My my, my last comment with yes. this. This is going to be so funny because yes. I tell this story. So you remember when Mike Brown was going on? Yes. Um. So I actually went out there. You know, I don't really protest or anything like that, but I went out there and and I was like, what is going on? They start throwing all these things at us they had a curfew and i'm like oh god yeah okay so i had just started my career in like communications and so i got on this bus and i forgot what part of missouri we were in but it was mm-hmm. like down in the boot hill okay and we were walking and i'm like i want to see this and i forgot what we were walking to and this guy started throwing like chicken he was like you want some hot chicken come over here oh my god and everybody got mad and i said yeah i love hot chicken Amen. Love fried chicken <laughs> give me some of that fried chicken so i went over to the man uh-huh. and i go can i have some give me yeah. give me a breast you got some white meat <laughs> and everything that he said mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of thought you could tell i just kind of messed them up like yeah. Okay, you're with them, and then you're going to yeah. come over here after I'm throwing this chicken. Yeah. And I said, you got some watermelon? Because it's really good. My yeah. family's from the South, and I love chicken and watermelon together. <laughs> well, so do I. <laughs> this, is why, this is why this will be fun, yeah. because you can't take things too serious. No. We'll have a heart attack. Well, at least you get chicken. I got lutefisk. I'm Swedish. And it's the most disgusting fish you've ever had in your life. No. Is it like a felt fish? It's oh like a disgusting... God. I got all Jewish friends. Nothing oh. against... I love Jewish food. They yeah. know. I like my tabal soup, but I do not like a felt fish oh, um. It's so bad. It's so, so. bad. <laughs> yes. And, and we have lots of Jewish listeners as well. We, we're all encompassing. We yes. don't cancel it at all. Yes. Nicole, thank you for coming in it's today. Amazing. Bye, bye, Vic. We appreciate thank it. You. For, for Pro Joe, Lizzie, your man. Amazing with those fast fingers. We can change the world. Eric Johnson. It starts with the hassle. Starts today. I'm Vic Faust, and <laughs> thanks to thanks to Pete McAvicky, uh, arguably the world's or the country's number one paleontologist. Will never us. come on the show. No, again. not because of you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Coming in to talk about dinosaurs being, he said, Tabitha, not believe dinosaurs. They existed. Yeah. This has been my career for 25 years. As yeah. do giant humans. <laughs> and, and as bad as it is what happened under Kim Gardner, yeah, her day is done. And now you got to find a way to make it better. Uh, piling on what she did doesn't make it any better. Got to move forward somehow, some way. She's like Kristen Akoya of prosecutors. Yeah. You Missouri do have to Governor pile on Mike to bring Carson her down. Joining us at the beginning of next week, too. We'll talk about this situation. He wanted to join us this morning, but he was in a meeting. He was busy, and so was uh, Andrew Bailey. You think? Oh, I just saw Andrew Bailey. You did? Uh, a couple We're... of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. He was at St. Charles County Lincoln Day. Boy, he's, oh, got, okay. he's got things rolling. He yeah. sure does. Guys, thanks for joining us for canceltheshow.com. Like, subscribe, share the show. Donate uh, as... Please, um, all my friends, donate to this show. They put me on. Guess what? It, it, donate to them. I'm not going to be on. <laughs> Go to canceltheshow.com. We appreciate it. Have an awesome weekend. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. And check out the description if you want to go to the Kentucky Derby party tomorrow at Herbie's in Clayton. Have an awesome day. We'll see you 
uh, next time. That does it for this Cancel This Show, May 5th. Oh, I love